Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of the Jim and the King AirPod Podcast. I'm Jim, since my left is Philly Slice, since my right is Denver Dave, and we're here to talk about the NFL. Hey boys. Evening. Hey. Hey. It's Thursday. It is Thursday. It feels weird having it on a Thursday, but we'll, we'll get through it. We'll get through it. Um, right, so a couple of things to get through, boys, before we go and talk about the games from week 10. Uh, first of all, everyone's swivelly-eyed favourite head coach, Adam Gase, has been given the vote of confidence by GM Christopher Johnson. Who's apparently nailed his career to the Adam Gaze mast? Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, telling his players before the Giants win that he was not going to make a change either now or at the end of the season. So that was just after they'd lost to the Dolphins, giving them their first win of the season. Mm. Bit of a strange move, I think, that for a GM. Usually, they kind of go, oh, maybe we'll reevaluate it at the end of the year or something. But to have told his players before they won a game yep. that uh, I'm not changing their coach, that sounds a uh, ballsy or stupid. I don't know which one. Yeah. It sounds like a our football move of um, he'll be off soon who is what Gase. Gase yeah that's usually how it goes over oh yeah, here. yeah yeah English football yeah, 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 yeah. that'd be the kiss yeah, of death yeah, but yeah exactly I suppose so, if you've said it in America you have to keep to it right that's what usually happens in the NFL well they've got a president who doesn't stick to what he says so <laughs> oh political keep out of that <laughs> okay anyway you, you can say it's a controversial move but he said it and then his team won so mm. could also it's be a genius move yeah, 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 it could yeah. be yeah at I least mean, it settled everyone it, down and the, you know the, the other word out of it was that the, the players were quite happy with the fact that there was some stability there they didn't have to worry about what was happening next year so mm-hmm. um, yeah maybe you're right Dave maybe it, uh, maybe it all worked out okay for them yeah. on, well, can you say that again uh, well I was just saying that you've said that the Jets are going to win every game now for the rest of the season that was, that was your impression right I've said worse I've <laughs> <laughs> yeah. asked the Panthers for details yeah. <laughs> other bit of news then is that uh, Captain Kaepernick is going to get a workout on uh, Saturday in Atlanta the 32 year old quarterback has currently got 72 career touchdown passes 13 rushing touchdowns, 30 interceptions, and a Super Bowl start, but has been out of the league for almost three seasons uh, before now. Mm-hmm. Um, Rumours are that several teams have asked the league about his availability, but they just got bored of being asked. So, Well, they weren't reaching out to Kaepernick directly, which seems a bit weird. I'm, I'm not feeling this. No? So I reckon what's happened is the commissioner has said to a few of his owner buddies... <laughs> Look, there's a case coming against us in the court, and we need to make sure that there's no conspiracy case to answer for. So, can you request that you have a look at him? And then what we'll do is put him out in front of every other team, and then he's got no case to answer. That's all it is. Well, unless he get... plays all right in this, I don't think he's going to get matters. signed by yeah. anyone. He's got no chance. Honestly, it's just not going to happen. It's um, it's noise. It's unnecessary noise. It really is. You look skeptical. Of course, I do. Because yeah. I rate the guy, so well, I don't think it comes down to that how good he is or isn't, though. Well, they let Eric Reed back in, didn't they? He's now playing with the Panthers, and yeah. there are certain teams that could do with. So, do you think that the, the league will let him back in then? Yeah, I think they would. If if it's true that there are teams that have been I asking that, about I, his availability, then I don't, if a I don't team know. wanted to sign him, I think the league they'd let him back in. I have no doubt about mm-hmm. that. Otherwise, they wouldn't let him drain. It I sounds just, like they were scared. I though. just don't think any team will want to sign him there's too much noise around him there just is end off I mean what what we're doing is we're sitting here talking about a guy who's got a tryout mm. that says everything it's unnecessary <laughs> noise I'm not having it <laughs> it's a step towards getting back it's in bollocks that's what it is it's, it's a not step towards it. getting back in rubbish <laughs> um, but uh, you never know there are certain teams out there that I think well they definitely need a quarterback but yep. uh even if he's just a backup somewhere, they might just do it just to get him back in the league and shut everyone up. No team's going to want that much noise to surround a backup. There are certain franchises that can take that noise. 
Mm, I disagree. I don't think any team can. Well, the, pa- the Patriots have taken noise, haven't they? Several times when they picked up players like Antonio Brown. And how long did that last? Well, it lasted only until we found a new allegation. There's no new allegations about Kaepernick. The Patriots, they didn't do anything and, the Patriots are not picking up Kaepernick. I'm they're, just saying. I didn't say they were. I'm not. just saying there are franchises that will take the risk. So what are you saying? You're not saying that they. You didn't say that they would. But no. like the first example that you gave. Yeah, it was a team Come this on. season that have, have stretched out for a player. They that got was... rid of him immediately. Yeah, not immediately. He played against the Dolphins. Big one game, and yeah. the Dolphins don't count. That's a tryout. Don't say that to the Dolphins, man. That's mm. disrespectful. At that time, they didn't count. <laughs> you know, I'm right. No, just, at that time they didn't count. Not happy. I'm not having it. They would have kept. Bre- oh, I'm not talking about Antonio Brown. Jesus, mm-hmm. that's even worse. Let's go and talk about the games then from week ten. Uh, have we not got AOB? Have we got any AOB? Yeah. What's We've got that? A, a feature that. Yeah, you asked me to come up with a feature. Yeah. I come up with and a he's feature. You're going to be signed on him. You're going to be signed on it. Let's have it. I was. I didn't think you'd done you it. Me, you make me sick. I mean, if you've honestly, done it, let's see it. No, no, don't want to talk. Come on, sorry. <laughs> where's Where's the paperwork? Where's the notes? <laughs> you produced it from your pocket. You hide it all along. I mean, it was sat there for like half it, an hour. It, to I'd... be fair, right. it, was. it sat right next to him for so long. <laughs> Tucked it away. Let's, let's anyway, do... it's supposed to be a discussant. Discussant? Discussant? Yep. Let's have a discussant then about, yep. uh, about something that you mentioned then, Sai, in, in our research session before this, this pod. So what do you want to talk about this week? Research session? <laughs> yeah. You why wasn't I? I was going to say, why wasn't I invited? In fact, we all You're know... You're more of an on-the-night guy. We all know why I wasn't invited. <laughs> now, we, we've done lots of mid-season stuff. We have, yeah. We did the whole report card. Yep. So I figured we'd have a look at the rookies and see where we are mid-season. Excellent. Can we? I this just want to say, to look at can we put this into two bits? Um, yeah. What we're your yeah section of it, and you'll explain what that is. But also the rookies on our own teams as well. Okay. And not not as like a major discussion point, just as a general touch base. Because I don't. I'll be generate. I'll be genuinely honest. I know what the rookies on the Steelers have done. <laughs> I don't know what the rookies on the Eagles have done. Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. In, yeah, but I'm interested to find out how was that. I, I haven't watched a lot of the Eagles, if I'm honest. So yeah, just yeah. that I find interesting. Okay, fine. All right. So yeah, go on. Sorry. Well, no, it was just really to kick around a discussion around, I guess, who we think has been the best offensive rookie. So Dave said you wanted to take out Josh Jacobs from the conversation. <laughs> I, no, no, no. The reason being for me, Josh Jacobs, <laughs> it has been the best offensive yeah. rookie of the season. I, okay. I do, you not, do you not think it is kind a of a given? Slam dunk no. is that then? Okay, no. this well, is yeah, my fine, opinion. Yeah. I think it is, so I'm not gonna go for him. Okay. okay. But I want to be swayed by what you say, so I hand it over to you. Uh, how about Kyler Murray then? Okay. Number one overall pick. He's come into what was the worst team in the league, the Arizona Cardinals last season. Uh, not only has he set a record for the amount of uh, passes without a, a pick he's only thrown five interceptions in what was it 10 weeks and he's thrown you know, over 12 uh, touchdowns 12 touchdowns yeah. rush for two yeah exactly rush for two just over so, two and a half thousand yards <laughs> it feels for, like I'm getting done I'm rush just, for this is off the top of my head and you're, you're yeah okay go, well, no, no, that's fine I'm, t- I'm helping you I'm not criticising yes and then rush for 351 there you go is yeah. that everything yep Excellent. See, so there's a guy that's come in a lot of pressure because obviously there was a quarterback there that had been picked up the year before, and 
he's now made them into at least a mid-level team without really having an awful lot of extra weapons around him. I mean, they, they picked up Byron Murphy in the second round. Uh, they didn't have an awful lot of, of high-end picks. They didn't have done very well with what they had. But they're still years off you know, putting enough around him that he's going to have a chance of competing in the probably the toughest division in football. So I think that the, the job they've done there is, is quite amazing, really. Do you think he's the... Would he be your pick at well, the mid-season stage? I think he is a franchise quarterback. I think he's shown yeah. that in the first 10 no, weeks. That's not the question, though. Do you think he's the offensive rookie of the year as we sit here as, uh, effectively mid-season-ish? He, he came to my mind first. Okay. He came to my mind first as someone that has... The quarterback's the hardest position in football. He's come in. He's had to lead that team. He's had to pull him through some bad games as well. Um, he hasn't ever complained. He doesn't, doesn't ever act out. And uh, despite some size issues he uh, seems to be very accurate yeah. with the ball so yeah I, I think he's done a really good job I mean he made the list of people that I'd written down as names that have stood out good I I, I do think that as much as Dave wanted to go against it that, that Josh Jacobs is for me the I didn't want to go against it I just wanted to kind of no yeah no, no I, I didn't mean go against but like yeah. to pick around other people I, uh, another couple of names that I throw in the hat I think DK Metcalf yeah oh yeah is, is definitely. But there have been up and down games for DK, haven't they? No, yeah. He's had some drops as well. Um, he's a wide receiver. You're going to have drops. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'm just saying that, you know, there have been some. But I just, th- I just suppose he, he's really helped the, the Seahawks offense from a you know, wide receiver. Yeah, exactly. Just, I mean, he's so massive that you have to put, yeah. uh, you have to put a decent man there. He's <laughs> huge. Yes, that's helped. A couple that, that we mentioned earlier on, probably some of the worst teams, um, in the league uh, Terry McLaurin mm. and Darius Slayton as well I yeah, think they absolutely. deserve they deserve a mention I would put uh, Debo Samuel as a honorary mention yeah um, I'd, as well. I, I think he's probably not hit the headlines no, but he as was much a, but yeah. a second I want to say second or third round pick Debo Samuel was a second round pick yeah so second round overall. yeah so Again, I think he's done pretty well. The only thing that goes against it makes me go against what you were saying about Kyler Murray is the fact he was the first overall pick, so I kind of expected him to be as good as he is. He's done probably better than I thought. Mm -hmm. But being first overall pick, it raises your expectations. We talk about it all the time. That's why Cam's going to go for as much as he's going to go for. That's why Mariota's still going to carry some value with him as well. Um, I kind of expected him to be as good as he is in what is basically a college offense um, because of his head coach so I think it just he hasn't wowed me fair enough Jacobs has and again because you kind of expect him with Jacobs I was expecting him to get battered <laughs> um, and he's he hasn't yeah. he's been great I think the thing for Jacobs is it's kind of surprising because yeah he did have a really good college career but he was overused by Alabama and that was the real knock on him there's so much tread off his tire mm-hmm that you, you you've only got so many years as a running back in in the league. Yeah, but yeah. The if they've that, used him too much in college. Then he's you've the kind hits of, that you're taking in college. You've on. shortened his college his, his NFL career. I don't mind that. Well, you, you should mind that because obviously he's not going to make enough money. He plays for the Raiders. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Just saying, uh, he's over he's yeah. overperformed what I thought he was going to. Yep. Um, they didn't say it wasn't a bad running back, and what you saw of him, he, he, he was good. Mm-hmm. But there were other very good running. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't that far ahead of people like Miles Sanders or yeah. David Montgomery, Devin Singletary. I still think that those guys will still be in the league longer than yeah. he will. Um, offensive and, disappointment. Then. 
Oh, hang on, sorry. One more name I was going to throw in that Jim's just mentioned is actually Miles Sanders as well. I think gets a mention in this as the I think he's got the second overall yardage of a rookie. What round did you pick him up in? Because I know you got Andrew Dillard second round. Uh, So you got Dillard first round. Yep. Um, I've only saw him once this season. He looks stud. Yeah. In that one game, (laughs) (laughs) he might have been gashing the rest of them. I don't know. No, I think he's he would be uh, worth a, a mention as well because he's stepped into some big shoes in Jason Peters who's obviously injured all the time uh, and has done a really de- and it's done a really decent job yeah. I mean you've only got to look at the fact that the running game seems to have improved week on week so far this season and that, you know he'll play a big part in that they just need to get him involved more yeah I don't understand why I'm not doing more of that but uh, there we go okay so those are three players that uh um, so disappoint, really well. disappointment in offensive rookie of the season. Uh, can I steal your thunder and say no offense? Yes, I'm not. I wasn't <laughs> saying. I wasn't going to say no offense. You weren't. No. Okay. Apart from the one catch you did last week. Yes. I haven't seen him do anything apart from drop balls. Uh, he's not. Be, he's been a lot better than I expected in um, blocking. Okay. Um, but not enough to warrant a first round pick, so I don't necessarily disagree. I'm saying, you know, I mean, obviously Jones and was a massive stretch at six. That catch, hmm. that catch that's that you're talking about for Fan, for Fan, wasn't about his run. It was more about the missed tackles. So little blown coverage on that, yeah, okay. absolutely. And the thing about Daniel Jones is that I think they're going to be they're just Chicago, but two years away from being yeah. Chicago at year three, basically. Yeah. They'll, they'll be three Maybe. years down the line and he won't have improved and they'll be like oh crap Maybe but I do feel like Jones has got a bit more about him than Trubisky has yeah. And the other good thing is then sink a load of money into trading up for him mm. so, Yes I agree with that At the end of the day it's not that they didn't sell the farm they didn't give up third yeah. and fourth round picks and you know future picks for And to, they didn't sign him when they put Mike Glenn on a 30 million dollar contract uh, right, no, yeah, that's, yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> You could just go through the litany of, of why Ryan Pay shouldn't be a GM but yeah, that's for another reason. Mm-hmm. That's that's not going to make itself truly apparent until further down the road, yeah. I don't think. But yeah. uh, I think my disappointment, and it's not necessarily on the on the player, would probably be Haskins. Okay. I'd like to have seen more of him at the point we are now. Yep. Well, I think that's just bad. Well, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Exactly. That's what I, overall pick. Uh, I think 15. it was fifteen. It was the fifteenth. Yeah. I have two, and these are things that are sort of sprung to mind I've mentioned them both already I agree Haskins is definitely one of them and the other one's Devin Singletary and the reason being is because he hasn't had enough involvement and he's the guy who I really expected to be I mean there was there's him and Bryce Love they're the guys who I've been saying for a while that I'm really excited about where's seeing where's the love he's on IR he is on IR so <laughs> exactly. he'll, he'll be back don't worry um so they're the disappointments, but I think they've both got little asterisks next to them. Mm. Yeah, because it's not Devin's fault, is it? You no, know, I don't no, trust no. Sean, Sean McDermott to ever do the right thing when it comes to players. So, it, yeah, I don't know. See Nathan Peterman for details on that one. Uh, it's difficult to pick out disappointments out of the first round, really, because otherwise it's like you know, if you're out the first round, the expectation is lower every. But that's time. why you're disappointed yeah. because you have that expectation. It, yeah, I mean yeah. Dar- no, no, Darius meant- Geis is a big, big disappointment for me because it's his first year. It's his second year, but it's his first year playing, and he's been so disappointing. And but because he was a first round draft, I mean, it came thirty first, I believe, um, one before. Yeah, um, 
Jackson. So it, and I was really looking forward to seeing him, and he's just gone backwards. I've seen nothing from him that makes me think he's a first round draft. He had a lot of injuries pick. going into the he league. He did, and so. he, he was injured for his entire first season. So, oh, one last name to throw out then. Sorry, mm. how about JJ Sega Whiteside? How about that him? guy was talked up quite a bit going second, into the yeah. draft. Second round pick, second round, fifty seventh overall. Mm-hmm. Um, why aren't you using him, or what? What is he not doing to get? You're talking about wide receivers. Yep. Yeah, this guy's yeah. supposed to be a target. So why is, is he, he any good? Used? What what kind of receiver is he? Is he a possession receiver? Is he a big body receiver? Yeah, he's is he a speedster? Yeah, he's yeah he's he's a big guy. Big guy. Okay. I think like a Alshon Jeffrey, Mark II okay type receiver. He was supposed know. to be in there. So if they did need to move on Jeffrey yep. this season with the, the salary, then they had a mm-hmm. ready made replacement basically. Um, he's just not. Is he being played? Is he being targeted? Is he? He's. No, not really. I think he played like the first few games of the season more. I mean, we're seeing a lot of like Mac Hollins. Yeah, <laughs> this season. It's like for Charlton, Matt Holland. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's the offense, is it? Yep. On yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So let's go to defense then, shall we? Yeah, defense. So what have you got there, Sorry. So I think the obvious name. Go I was going to say, can I go ahead of you? Because I know you're going to rebuff my answer. Yeah, go on. <laughs> and I'm interested. I, we spoke about this previously. You're going to rebuff my answer, and I'm interested to see what yep. your point on that is. Um, Bosa, for me, is he's so good to watch, and he's everything I expected. He's turned around that pass rush, and I think he's brilliant. That's I don't. If anyone who watches any kind of NFL outlet, the last thing you need is me continuing to pour grace and champagne over this guy. He's brilliant. <laughs> I hand it over to my learned friend. So my counter-argument to that is Josh Allen. Okay. Hugely underrated, and his stats are very similar. And He's a quarterback. <laughs> 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 and I think the diff- what separates him from Bosa is the, the, the team that he's on. Mm-hmm. Not to say that the Jags are terrible, but as in their record isn't as good. He so they're got- not... He has got Calais Campbell next to him, though. Yeah, <laughs> he does. Well, yeah. Yeah, but then Moses has got DeForest Buckner next to him. So true. I'm just <laughs> making a. I'm making a point, though. Yeah, you made a point. Mm-hmm. I just think he's gone massively under the radar. They both have seven sacks. All you hear about is Bosa. You never hear about Josh Allen. That is a surprise. He's got that many. When you told me that earlier, and I was like, okay. I mean, hmm. Are you saying then that you'd, you'd put Josh Allen above Nick Bosa? No, I'm saying he should be in the conversation. And I don't think at the moment he is. I agree. I don't think he is. Whether he should be or not. Well, he should be. Yeah, I think you're right, absolutely. Um, I I wouldn't necessarily go as far as to say that i put him above Bosa, but his stats certainly surprise me. Hmm. Um I don't yeah. think he should be above him either. I'm just saying yeah. that he should be in the conversation, and it feels very much like a lot of people have had have got Bosa as what? signed, sealed, and delivered. It, for... also, it also helps, you know, how those sacks were spread out. You know, because stats yeah. tell you yeah. seven sacks. Just said okay, seven sacks in in ten games. Mm-hmm. But was there, you know, one sack in each game? Yeah, yeah. Or, or was, it, was there? Did he was get there six four in, sacks yeah. in one game? Yeah. We know, oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, Josh Allen. I mean, I, it hasn't we... ever jumped out and gone. Has there ever been a week no. when you've gone Josh Allen dominated that week? About three years ago, we um, we drafted a... I can't remember his name. I'm really sorry I can't remember his name. But we drafted a defensive end. Right. Um, and he came up the season with nine sacks. 
And in the second season, he barely played, and then we traded him off. I can't remember. Might have been so more. Shaq Barrett. No, no, no. It was a long, <laughs> no, 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 long time before that. Just wanted so, you to remind you of uh, Shaq Barrett. So. I love Shaq Barrett. <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, so we. I think we ended up moving him on in, after like season three. It might have been even four or five years ago. Okay. But all of his sacks. It sounds great, but all of his sacks were half sacks because he was getting there yeah. a second after Von. Yeah. And he was shearing a lot of the sacks, and it was false stats. I don't know. I mean. I don't know if Taylor's uh, if Josh Allen's are the same. Mm. They is he, might, is I he getting? I don't. Is he getting a sack in a game where they're getting five sacks anyway, and yeah. he's just another sack, and Claire's coming mm-hmm. getting two, or you know, some. I mean, admittedly, I don't one. know the depth of that. I mean, the fact is, he's got seven. Miles sacks. Jack's coming in with a sack. You know, you just yeah. yeah, seven sacks is seven sacks, but again, it's a bit like interceptions, isn't it? You know, they can look really bad, but you can mm-hmm. still be winning games, and they could be. I mean, in interceptions, sacks, they could be tips, so. they could be things that they shouldn't be yeah. up against you. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't feel that Josh Allen has, has affected the game as much as Nick Bosa seems to have done. Yeah. For a team. No, see, I don't know that either. But then... all I know is every time I watch Nick Bosa, I see constant pressure. Yeah. And I don't see that from Josh Allen. So is it how much pressure is he getting? Mm. How many pressures has he had? How many uh, quarterback hits is he getting? Mm. Is he finishing the play? Those other things come into consideration. And I think that for Nick, if, if anything, I've been more impressed because he had the expectation of his brother. Yeah. And the, the 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 thing was coming in, he's just another Joey Bosa, but I think he's better than Joey Bosa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he definitely. Seems, he seems to be stronger than Joey. Yeah. Joey's almost about kind of slapping the guy and trying to get round the outside, but Nick seems to be able to come back on the inside. He he feel he looks much more like kind of JJ Watt type when he's, mm. he's charging at you, but he can get so low as well on the bend. So I really like Nick Bosa. I think that he's um, overperformed what I thought he was going to. And maybe it's because I didn't see an awful lot because he sat out a lot of his last year of college. And so when you're looking at scouting things, he, yeah. he, he wasn't there enough. Yeah, yeah. Which is understandable. Um, so, yeah, I think I think you're right, Dave, going back mm. five minutes. That, uh, Nick Bosa's a great idea. Yeah. And not knocking not, not Josh Allen, but I, you know, I don't know. It, he's He's in a collective there already of six or seven great front seven players yeah. so yeah a couple other honourable mentions okay Brian Burns yeah good pass rusher mm-hmm. he's had four and a half sacks yeah he's doing okay and um, the real depth one was Chase Winovic Chase Winovic yep for the Patriots yep four and a half sacks yeah but he had right. 170 <laughs> pressures <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I don't, I don't see how you're getting Chase Winovich out of this. Are you just looking at sacks? Because that's not the only remit of how you're a good defensive player. No, I was looking at where he, where he was drafted as well, 77th overall. Just to, as a, like I said, an honourable mention. Well, yeah, I'd like to hotel behind Carl Van Noy and Jamie Collins. I wouldn't mind doing that. Give but... the guy some credit. Honestly, <laughs> he's such a <laughs> hater. Isn't he? I'm not. Christ. I'm not going to mention the, mention the final person I had written down. No, anymore, uh, go on, do it. Come to disappointment. Yeah, no, let's... Devin Bush. Yeah, <laughs> how'd you like those eggs? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> no. Read the last name out. No. <laughs> Read the last name out. No. <laughs> <laughs> we all know who it is. Mm-hmm. We all know who it is. He's been brilliant. So I'm very I mean it'd be better it. if he could tackle, but <laughs> <laughs> Can we do um disappointments? I know we yeah, haven't yeah, of course. really prepped it. Of course. Uh Quinn Williams. Oh, that's harsh. 
I think that's harsh, man. I know. I know it's an obvious. It's an easy target. Yeah. Because the Jets have just been bad across the board. Yeah. But Quinlan's actually been playing pretty well, and if you look at stats, then you actually see he's got quite a few uh, hits but, and, and sacks going. For I him. mean, so much of it was because he was seen as this generational guy mm-hmm. who's going to stand out as a man amongst boys. He Aaron just Donald hasn't. 2.0. Yeah, 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 and he might be. Yeah. But we just haven't seen it yet, and that's the disappointment. We're not saying he's rubbish. Yep. It's just been a bit disappointing. That's fine. It's just I think he's hidden on a bad team. Yeah, yeah, it probably is. I a bit like have, Devin Bush. I have <laughs> one, but for a slightly different reason. I have one for a slightly different reason. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons. Okay. So Simmons was picked up mid first by the Titans. Yes. And anyone who's seen anything of him, he is. A monster. He looks superb. But and the reason this is the reason I'm disappointed is because he was placed on IR for the first seven weeks of the season. Well, yeah. he, he was drafted injured. Yes. Yeah, but he he was supposed to play all season. They kind of written him off. No, but he was he came off IR with an a, with a uh, after an ACL. Yes. So he's come in and hasn't set the world light. And it's to be <laughs> no, but it's kind of expected. Mm. Expected. I mean, he got a sack in his first game, who I believe was against the Chargers. Right since then has played hasn't looked brilliant and that's the only disappointment of it but I I reserve the right to say still very excited about seeing him play <laughs> okay. but yes he they, he was drafted with an ACL yeah and he still went first he still went in the first round that tells you everything straight away it just mm-hmm. does I mean Jake Butt was drafted in the seventh round with an ACL and well look what's happened to him so there you go <laughs> but being drafted in the first round with an ACL mm-hmm. tier I mean so to have played any games, I think is better than nothing. But he tore his ACL over a year ago, so it's not as though you know he, he tore his ACL in April, got drafted, and he's back a few months later. So it's kind of to be expected. They just they just were anticipated leaving him out for the whole season. They brought him back early. He's looked good, but again, you want to see it's same with Quinn and Williams. You want to see the guy who is going to be a man among a man amongst boys and he hasn't quite and done that great, yet isn't it you want someone that's going to come in and make a, a make a splash I'm you? sure he will I'm sure he absolutely will but Jeffrey Simmons remember the name he has the potential to be an absolute star absolutely mm-hmm. anyone else that you've got over there so no. that you think is a disappointment as, as a rookie for, no for defence no no okay so your rookies Jim what rookies in terms of in terms of what the Steelers have got What's well, your, your big win? There's no point big... talking about Danny Van Bush because we've already talked about him before. Um, it's pretty obvious that he's a great replacement for, for Ryan Shazier and uh, just fits in. We've we've got 10 first rounders in our defensive unit, so um, no surprise that we're doing pretty well. Yeah. And I think it, we needed that um, sideline to sideline middle linebacker, so I'm very happy with him. So he's your big him. plus. Who's your big A big disappointment. Miss. Yeah, disappointment. Oh, what, for the Steelers? Yeah. You know, I think we had a fairly decent draft class. Um, you could maybe say that Justin Lane, at cornerback in the third round, he hasn't done an awful lot yet. Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson, number three wide receiver at the moment. You know, so he's still learning. He's doing okay. He's, yeah, he's had a couple of good games. Yeah. I don't remember the name, if I'm honest. Well, that's fine because you're not paying attention to the Steelers. I am, and I'm telling you, he's okay. he's playing and he's doing okay. Yeah, I've seen. He's got Mason Rudolph thrown at him. So. Yeah, it's true. Yep. No, I think out of all of them, and obviously, you know, Benny Snell was just another a, Schnell, just a, a backup running back. <laughs> we didn't have a lot. We didn't have anything in the second round. We just had nope. two third round picks. 
So if you're going to pick out a disappointment, then maybe Justin Lane, because he he's not going to start a cornerback. We've already got other starters at cornerback, so he's just one for the future. We is didn't that, really put an is that technically that. a disappointment then? No, but that's as close as we're going to get. I think if you're going to okay. ask for one, um, Zach Gentry at tight end, maybe uh, fifth rounder, and we had an issue yeah, where if you blow out a fifth rounder. It's not. It's not a big deal. Yeah, but we we went into the season we had Vance McDonald, and then we lost him to an injury, and so we picked up Nick Vanette rather than thinking that we could get away with Zach Gentry. So obviously, you know, he hasn't done enough just yet to, to warrant a place in the side. So, yep. Obviously, you're going, to, you're going to draft someone. You'd hope to be able to use them at some point. And uh, we haven't yet. So. Try getting Elway drafting for your son, <laughs> You asked me for a disappointment. Yeah, it's man. difficult. Our, our draft was Devin Bush, basically, and we got Deontay yep. Johnson in the third round. After that, you know, mm-hmm. if it works, it works. Great. If it doesn't, then it's not the end of the world. But... Uh, Cool. Yep. Disappointment. Yeah. yeah. For well, the Eagles. Yeah. Well, let's talk about your draft class. I mean, which one was? If you, are you really happy with any of them? Or yeah, the first, the first two. So Sanders, Sanders, and and Dillard. Yeah. Yeah. I really think Dillard looks like he's in a good place to step up and you know replace Peters for the for the long term. And yeah, Sanders, I think is excellent. I think Arcega Whiteside has been disappointing. Um, I mean, outside of that, we had a defensive end and a quarterback in the later rounds so um, you drafted a quarterback yeah oh wow Clayton Thorson QB from Northwestern yeah and and Sharif Miller Do you, have you, is he still there the, yeah he's the quarterback. there is he still he's still okay mm-hmm. <laughs> I get rid of him no I, I, I wondered if it was one of those like where you throw a sixth rounder at and go we'll see if it sticks well he was he was a fifth rounder wasn't he yeah, yeah. Oh, okay fair play yeah um, uh, and disappointments. I'll see you, Whiteside. Oh, I'll see yeah. you, Whiteside. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. How about you then, Dave? Come on in quickly. Let's get um, the Broncos. So our big success, I think, any Bronco will tell you, it's Dalton Reisner. Um, he, he started at left guard, moved to right guard um, to replace um, the injuries that we had. He has consistently been in um, offensive rookie of the week. Um, on NFL.com and he showed up our line which has been terrible recently like horrifically terrible <laughs> um, disappointment obviously we've spoken about Noah Fant yeah um, I think that kind of goes without saying and Drew Locke you know I mean you know, well that's the other thing I was going to say mm-hmm. that's the other thing I was going to say like that, does he? I think it is a disappointment the fact that <laughs> we've drafted a quarterback in the second round we gave up because he, he's basically your pick um yeah, yeah. So we drafted. Uh, we let the Steelers have the tenth overall pick for your second. We then traded your second to somebody else plus a third for uh, to pick back to back Reisner, yeah, and uh, Drew Luck. So that is. Pro- I don't know what's the bigger disappointment: the fact we've got a first round tight end who doesn't look stud, or that we've got a quarterback who's not played yet. <laughs> Probably the tight end. I think it was Cincinnati yeah. you gave that pick to. Maybe. Yeah. Cincinnati traded their second round selection to Denver in exchange for Denver. Second, fourth, and sixth round selections. Second, four, and six. Yeah, I don't mind that too much. Um, yeah. We've got your second this season as well. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, what am I supposed to do? There we are. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> and you don't have a first, so you're not picking until the third round. Uh, we do. I think we've got a trade. We've got a pick back somewhere. I think we're okay for for one pick out of the first two rounds hmm. yeah anyway and just dis- no disappointments 
Uh, Locke and or Fant. What about Draymond Jones? Has he done anything yet? Um, looked good in preseason. Got an ankle injury and has been coming back trips and traps. So not really. See how it goes. Yeah, yeah. It will be one of it's those. No Jeffrey Simmons. But, no. Uh... Well, no. Jeffrey Simmons is a first round pick. <laughs> and we got Justin Simmons who's looked great this season. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No relation. Ah, oh, no. it's a shame, isn't it? No. He's looked good in the secondary. Okay, and there he's we go. Helped cover for um, Bryce Callahan this season, who's been injured. More Broncos talk. Just what this podcast needs. Let's finish this Broncos talk. Especially if you've got my cat all over you at the moment as well. Do we want one more piece of breaking news? Go on, inside. Before Thursday night football. Yes. The Browns have waived wide receiver Antonio Callaway. Ah, that was. Yeah, it was kind of on the cards, wasn't it? Yeah. It was heavily rumoured by Rappaport that we were looking at trading for him um, when we let. Sanders go? Sanders go, yeah. So don't be surprised if he rocks up in Colorado. Mm-hmm. Callaway is an interesting one because he's obviously got some skill at wide receiver. He's obviously a bit of a bell end as well. Yeah. What I was going to say. And maybe the, they just uh, decided they had drawback. too many of them. I'm yeah. sure there are other teams that feel they've got a better organisation than the Browns that can control him. Mm-hmm. Uh, clearly, the Browns are in the right place if you've got any sort of attitude no. to uh, spend any prolonged period of time. Um, so, it'll be interesting to see if so he's gone on to waivers I assume mm-hmm. yeah. so he was a Hugh Jackson pick wasn't he mm-hmm. so so the way waivers works on. is there's 32 teams you automatically get physically asked do you want this yeah. player in yeah. order yeah. Yeah. yeah in order but um, it does mean you have to leave move someone off your squad yeah. and make room for him yeah which isn't necessarily too hard if you're the Broncos and you're getting rid of wide receivers <laughs> oh no I mean just for fun we'll waive 10 <laughs> and it'll have no impact on the first. I mean, yeah, you know, someone will pick him up. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's still very young. Well, the way so the way it works, to... you get yeah, first work pick out. from um, seeding first to last. Yeah. Um, and then if no one picks him up, you then get seeding again first to last for the practice squad. So sorry, surely uh, you've been asking for a speedy wide receiver. Yeah, right. You should be at the start have of the you... queue. But then we'll be mid-range pick. So it depends yeah, if he gets falls that far. Like, some yeah. people are not going to say yes to this. No, no, yeah. His attitude. All right, he's there on the board. Well, I mean, we passed Josh Gordon. Yes, you did. Yeah, but he's older. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, makes you wonder, doesn't it? Is there, are there salary cap issues with you lot? Or? Yeah, there usually is. <laughs> um, although I don't think that's quite so bad, although we did just sign um, Brandon Bo- Was it Brandon Brooks? Yeah. Brandenburg. <laughs> to an extension. Germany. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> So you're not interested in Callaway then? No, yeah, I would you, take him. You take him. Right? Yeah, Do you yeah, guys yeah. have a history in taking guys, taking a punt on guys who have... I mean, the Steelers don't, historically. You guys don't right. tend to take people who have got attitude problems. Um, you just breed them from young. Well, we, had, um, well, we took Vic. Yeah. So We took Vic. <laughs> I mean, that was old Vic. <laughs> yeah, so? Old Vic. So took old Vic? Yeah. Be, he'll get picked up. Um, he'll mm. probably get picked up by the time this gets released. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. So congratulations on signing for that. <laughs> and there we go. Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see it. I think he'd go before he, it, it gets to us. What would be interesting is if he does get picked up for someone, then someone re- re- uh, releases another wide receiver, yeah. waves another one, it could have a nice little merry-go-round. Because mm. there's enough teams out there that do need a wide receiver. Your fantasy team for one. (laughs) 
let's go all the way back to last Thursday where the LA Chargers played the Oakland Raiders in Oakland. You can always trust Philip Rivers to the limelight when it comes to a potential game-winning drive. He stung it eight times with no gain to end the hopes of the Chargers getting the win. Uh, there was an interception for Kyle Joseph, two for Eric Harris on the first two Charger drives, including the pick six. Cleland Farrell as well, the uh, first-round pickup, two mm-hmm. and a half sacks. Max Crosby looked dangerous too at defensive end, outstrash, slash outside linebacker. Uh, Josh Jacobs over 100 yards. Yep. Another good uh, first-round pickup for the Raiders. Uh, and a touchdown. That's his seventh in his rookie season. Uh, any thoughts on this game, guys? It was obviously a good win for the Raiders, pulling it out against uh, what they were thought would be the underdog. Yeah, I, I, I had the charges to win this one. Um, and were it not for Philip Rivers, f- three interceptions, three bonehead <laughs> interceptions, they they would have won it. But Raiders did well. Mm. Them, they did well. Their offensive line is looking stout, mm. like really good. Um, I'm not going to say it's the best offensive line in the league. It's the most surprising offensive line in the league. Um, I think Trent Brown's looking very, very good. Yeah, uh, Richie Incognito is looking like what we saw in Buffalo. Um, and the main thing is you're seeing that Derek Carr, when he has time to throw, is a bloody good quarterback. And that's exactly what he's got now. He's got a good running game, um, no stellar receivers, good defense behind him, and he's got time to throw. And that makes him a good quarterback. Yeah, 21 completions on 31 throws for 218 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. Yeah. Um, both of them took five sacks in the game. So both defenses mm. were playing well. Uh, Melvin Gordon got 133 yards and one touchdown rushing so that's rushing the yards for the Chargers that's kind yeah, of rare unheard of yeah but it uh, seems that they look, they are trying to turn the corner in what they're in the, the way they're playing they have so, to yeah they they definitely have to yeah this just I mean 26-24 the Chargers did have a chance to win this game yeah but they just blew it with the stupid play calling by Philip Rivers that's what the Chargers do that's, yeah. that's the, that is their identity is mm-hmm. what they do they're raison d'etre that is literally what they do. I think w- w- when you look at the Chargers, they're getting back into being what the Chargers are. They're a run team who pass well. That mm-hmm. is historically what they've been in the past few years. Yep. And they don't have their best player to lean on, um, Derwin James. So mm. they are going to have to go out there and outscore teams, and they just can't do that. Mm-hmm. They get close, but obviously... Yeah. They do, but again, that's their, that's their identity. That's what they do. And another good win for the Raiders. They yeah. are now second place, clearly, in the AFC West. Um, only one game behind the Chiefs. Yep. So, mm-hmm. that's a good turnaround. For this. You know, I'm not saying that they're there or anything, but it's definitely forward progress from, from John Gruden. The fans definitely have turned around now and are yeah, loving I, him. So I think they've turned a big corner as well because it, it didn't really feel like this was a surprise, this win. No. I think a lot of people were calling it. I called it. I Not think to brag too I would much. say I would have said it's a surprise that they won the game, but not a shock. Because you, I mean, we went in, we all went into last season and this season saying the Chargers have got a real chance of winning the AFC West. So I think it's a surprise that they did win, mm. um, and that they put the Chargers under so much duress. Yeah, I, no, I, so I, I think, don't think it's a shock. So I think where I we are, I don't think it was a surprise either. I think given where we are at the moment with the Chargers and the Raiders where both teams are oh yeah I, 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 mean, I don't think it's a surprise either Raiders are on the way up and Chargers are on the way down for yeah sure. yeah it's just nice to see that some of their picks have, have come off you know because mm-hmm. obviously the Raiders are used to not hitting on picks in the draft and free agency usually they pick up mm. players well past their prime but um, Incognito seems to be enjoying himself uh, in his you know the role that he's been given by mm-hmm. Gruden 
and they're winning in the trenches. You've got to sort out your lines first, and that's what they seem to be doing. At least, yeah. you know. So, well, yeah. they've certainly signed out their offensive line, defensive line. I don't know. I haven't paid a huge amount of attention to it. So. I guess it's just time to reset what you think about the Raiders each week when they're going into a game. Yeah, yeah. The thing that's going to be tricky is how do they attach to a move? Because now they're moving city, they're setting up a new facility, mm-hmm. and teams who have done that historically don't always do well in the first season. I mean, look at the Rams, for example. Rams had a pretty bad season, but then again, they were left by Je- led by Jeff Fisher. So. Well, I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> there was <laughs> a problem there. <laughs> but the, it, the thing is, that is a factor. That's going to be a factor mm-hmm. for them next season. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes. I mean, obviously, I want it to go south, but yeah. <laughs> and they've only got one pick in this year's draft. So, oh no, they've got two. Two, two picks. Two first round picks because you've got the Amara Cooper pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Khalil Mack pick, not the Amara Cooper pick. That's another one that seems to be working out for them as well. Yeah. 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 Just takes time, doesn't it? Just takes mm-hmm. time. Let's move on then to the Sunday games. Let's start with the uh, Chicago Bears <laughs> against the Detroit Lions. Now, Matt Stafford easily outscored the anemic Chicago offense to continue their quest for the playoffs. Sorry, I'm reading the script from the start of the week. Uh, Stafford was actually out with a back injury that's more severe than first thought. It sounds like it's a broken back, fucking spinal bits. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Much worse than they thought, which means that he's been playing for weeks yeah. with a broken back. Yeah. And put up those numbers. He's Warrior. tough. He is tough, that Stafford. Uh, it meant that Jeff Driscoll, that Jeff Driscoll, mm-hmm. had to step in and, uh, name Jeff. <laughs> and play the game for the Lions. Ended up that the Chicago Bears got the win 20 points to 13 at home. Um, obviously, the Chicago fans enjoyed that to an extent mm. um, Mitchell Trubisky let's talk about the uh, the man of the hour can you celebrate this win no because this this <laughs> is like this is like where you go into a second hand shop and you buy like a toy box and you open it up and there's something really valuable inside and you claim that you've, you're have you a genius because you picked something it's against Jeff Driscoll it was an accident almost you can't celebrate this <laughs> it's a gimme isn't it yeah we had touchdowns for Tariq Cohen Taylor Gabriel and Ben Broinecker <laughs> yep that helped make Trubisky making up names <laughs> it helped make Trubisky look like last year's Mitch just still only converted two of 12 third downs though whoa you're saying that like it's a good thing <laughs> yeah well that's what I said just and it was just like last year um, uh, not much running in the game 98 yards for Detroit 81 yards for Chicago um, I guess the Lions had the numbers in this game in terms of yards but they also had over 70 yards in penalties and didn't convert their only red zone trip which um Mm. It's no bueno if you're trying to win a game. Yeah, there's still only one score in it though. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. They still had chances to win the game. It was just you know they were nobbled right from the start. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, Jeff Driscoll had more passing yards. Uh, Two hundred sixty-nine plays, one seven three, um, one touchdown, but the one interception as well. Uh, only two sacks. Trubisky got sacked five times in this game. Yeah, shock horror. Yes, that's because he gets the ball, runs backwards, sits and goes. Right. Yeah. What do I do now? <laughs> what do I do now? Yeah. Ooh, I've got the ball. Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> why those big blokes are running at me. Yeah, it's like an RPO, it seems to him. It's a bit of a shock which way he goes. He's like, oh, I haven't, I haven't handed it off. I better say <laughs> <laughs> I just can't feel sorry for the Lions, man. I mean, they don't get, don't catch a break no, anywhere. No, they really ever. can't. Yeah. So uh, we'll expect to see Kaepernick on your... Uh... Well, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather play Kaepernick or Jeff Driscoll? Sorry. Well, Kaepernick. Yeah. There's no point in playing Jeff Driscoll because he's not going to win a game. You might just win a game with Kaepernick. And it's not as if you've got to pay him loads either. Uh, I don't care. And he's not going to take over from Stafford. But it's a, a stopgap, isn't you, it? Would you not have him? At the Broncos? At the Broncos? No. Really? Yeah, 100%. You're all in on Brandon Allen? No. 
<laughs> oh, Drew Lock. Drew Lock. Drew Lock. We paid. We the, he has to have a chance. Still can't I don't, get the game. I don't. I don't well, no, he's, he's just come off IR. That's why. All right, idiot. <laughs> no, Drew Lock. Watch. You don't, you don't need to be that harsh. To just Drew started throwing the ball. <laughs> he's just started throwing the ball this week. So no, he hasn't. He's, Not much of a quarterback then. Well, oh, I'm not even buying. <laughs> Do you know he's still more of a quarterback than uh, Mason Rudolph? Is he? Yes. Is he? Well, Mason Rudolph's playing some games and winning, so yeah, which is nothing to do with him, by the way. Put that in your hemp pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Behave yourself. Right. Let's t- let's talk about the next game, shall we? The Baltimore Ravens went to the Cincinnati Bengals. Another chance to see the Lamar Jackson show. Lamar completed a 49-yard pass on his first play, and had only one incompletion on a spike in the first half. He finished 15 of 17, a club record completion percentage, for 223 yards and a perfect passer rating of 158.3. That's his second of the season. Not bad for someone who uh, can't throw it, as you mm. said. 15 passes. <laughs> all of them. Uh, that was against the Dolphins. That's a perfect rating. Only one QB has two ever the, got... Two of the toughest teams. Yeah. Only Well, here we go. So only one other QB has ever got two perfect passer ratings in the same season. Is that Mason Rudolph? No. No. Who was that quarterback? Colin Kaepernick. No. <laughs> <laughs> Topical, but no. Uh, Come on, uh, Tom Brady. No. 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 Uh, Tom Savage. Tom Savage. No, it was Big Ben. Big Ben is the only other quarterback in NFL history to get two perfect passer ratings in one season. So, that yeah, Lamar must Jackson. have been before he became a linebacker, right? <laughs> defense, Lamar Jackson, 223 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, seven carries for 65 yards and a touchdown, which is going to be replayed forever and ever, the way he spun round uh, two, two uh, defenders and yeah. got into the end zone. Um, I'm not I sure. Mean, it was never going to be pretty, you, this game. You should get done for false advertising calling him defenders. Well, okay. I'm sorry. No, uh, not a couple of players in no, no, but I mean Bengals sp- jerseys. Oh, people, people in Bengals, in Bengals yeah. jerseys Men stood there. Bengals jerseys stood still. I thought it was people <laughs> that you were objecting to. No, <laughs> have I have I misgendered them or something? What's going on? So I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, yes, two men yep. in Bengal jerseys and uniforms uh, managed to get completely shown up uh, on that play. Ended up 49 to 13, and the Bengals' quest for the number one pick continues. Um, yeah, Ryan Finley, 16 of 30, 167 yards, one touchdown, one interception, 22 yards rushing, and lost the fumble. I, I guess there's nothing to say about this no. game because whatever you say good about the Ravens, you have to caveat it by saying it was against the Bengals. Yeah. yeah. Even though it was a division game. Yeah. And for the Bengals, where you're playing one of the best teams in the league, so yeah. yep. chalk it up. up. Pretty much. Is Lamar Jackson the best the best quarterback in the league right now? Apart from Russell Wilson, because he's a different level. But generally, you can't count Patrick Mahomes because he's been out injured for a past couple of games, so he's still on his way back. But right now, in terms of form, would you want to face him? Or No, I wouldn't want to face him. No. No. Well, you're going to soon. Well, I'm going to face him <laughs> week 17, yeah. But um, by week 17, I think I'll be all right. It's the fact there are that ways. There are ways to play Lamar Jackson. The Chicago, um, the Los Angeles Chargers showed that last year. Well, that that you was can stop that him. Was he lost to the Browns such a earlier long this time season. Ago. All right, they lost to well, the Browns. He didn't lose to the Browns. His team lost. Oh, oh, sorry, he wasn't playing then. No, he was, but his team. I must have it's, not all, that. it's not all on him, is it? All right, lost to the Kansas City Chiefs as well. Mm-hmm. That was forty to twenty-five. That lost to the Browns. 
Yeah, they can be beaten. No team is no, unbeatable. Absolutely, of course, in this league. but they so also, can they also beat the Patriots. So they did, yeah. yeah, great. It runs in circles. I think the thing that's for me that's going to happen is we we're I think we're going to see the Patriots against the Ravens in um, in the playoffs, and I think there's a good chance it's going to be in Foxborough as well. And I, I think it's not as much of a of an advantage because they're they're not travelling too far. The weather's I, I fairly similar. I think that's going to happen. I know they've yeah. got some tough schedule, both of them, but I, because the Ravens have got the tiebreaker over them now, if they've got the same record, yeah, then it's the Ravens that play at home. Yeah, maybe. But is, they are the two best. To, no, they they get the tiebreaker. But I'm just saying, I'm not sure it will come down to that. The issue is um, there will be an adjustment, a Belichick adjustment, <laughs> which course. is going to make a, a difference. Yep. Um, but I mean that's a conversation for another day. The fact mm. that they started a three-four and we'll just move to a four-three and try and stifle the game. But yeah. then again, the Ravens' defense is really good as well. So oh, yeah, it's, it's going under the radar a little bit. Yeah, but he is probably my favorite player to watch in the NFL. Right, he now. is. He is amazing to watch, and he yeah. is one of the best players in the league right now. And he's got to be in the MVP conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's nice to see him step up from from last season. I, I liked him going into the draft. I was a bit annoyed he went to the Ravens, to be honest. And yeah. uh, he's he's vastly improved from what he showed at Louisville. So yeah, I think yeah. he's vastly improved from what we saw last, last season, season, which yeah, is kind of why I'd say the Chargers comment. And, and I get it. I do get it a hundred percent. And there's also that thing of if the, his record against teams teams he's played more than once isn't great as well. But he's only played a few games. Hasn't yeah, he, really? that's, that's mm-hmm. the point. You're taking it from a very small selection. Yeah. I think he's just a different animal now. Yeah, he's got confidence, which he didn't have yeah. before because he's got the trust of the team. So, yeah, yeah it's uh, going to be and interesting to see how they continue. They've got some tough games coming up. And he's essentially playing with an eight-man offensive line as well because <laughs> they're always three helps. tight ends in. Always mm-hmm. helps. Uh, let's talk about the Cleveland Browns then. They were at home to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Cleveland said they were going to force the ball to OBJ and they did just that. Beckham caught only five of 12 passes, though, for 57 yards. It was Jarvis Landry that had more luck with nine of 10 catches for 97 yards and a touchdown as the Browns won the game 19 points to 16. Uh, Cleveland were the underdogs going into this game on records, but the Browns did manage to score in every quarter to eke their way past this Bills team. Um, Bills' weakness has been on the run defence, and Nick Chubb got 116 yards on 20 carries, and Kareem Hunt, on his first game allowed this year, got over 70 scrimmage yards, so that was nice to see. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, he's a good player on the field, but bit of an idiot off the field yeah um it's a bit i suppose not a worry but it's a good thing for them going forward well, yeah they needed something else as a yeah, change, yeah. yeah change the base on that. i still think that they're in the red zone would it's still a big issue for them well, i was gonna huge. say that that bill's run defense weakness stopped at the goal line didn't it yeah um yeah. the bill stopped the browns on eight straight plays from the one yard line yeah and uh against us the week before against the Broncos week before they yeah. had six visits to the red yeah. zone and didn't score once it's, yeah. it's a very teams. it's a very common theme it, yeah. it's happened a lot yeah and it will continue to happen mm. as well yeah. and they're conceding too many penalties you've got players I mean when you're getting consistently getting penalised for illegal formations I mean I've said this a lot it, it's just bad it's mm. just, everything about it is you're looking at it going I'm not sure. There's too much noise coming from the locker room. There's mm-hmm. too many other things going on. Bad organisations. And I think that's exactly what they are right now. Yep. That's what they've always been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, and but, what's uh, changed? 
Yeah. Well, they've just got some talent now. They've got they've got a much better skill players. Yeah. Yeah, a hundred percent. But they're still doing stupid things that you wouldn't want at your organization. Genuine question: Would they be any worse off now if they'd uh, retained uh, their old co- uh, coaching staff? What would, Hugh Jackson? Yeah. Would they? Would their record be any worse than they've got now? I probably not. I don't know. They've got OBJ through. Isn't this that they probably wouldn't have? I agree with that, but. <laughs> mm. Gloss over that for a second. Isn't that the biggest indictment on Freddie Kitchens as much as anything else? You can indict Freddie Kitchens as much as you like. I ain't going to start defending Freddie Kitchens. This was a scrapey win. No, at I'm home just saying that tells against you against a team that a quarterback that couldn't score a touchdown. Um, he rushed into right, but he's <laughs> he's had more attempts. The thing is, the the Bills are actually making him throw mm. because he's got a cannon of an arm. He's not as accurate. That's fine. You can help him build into that when the game starts slowing down. It'll it will help him significantly. He doesn't have any stud wide receivers. He's got Cole Beasley. I mean, come on. He hasn't got a stud wide receiver. <laughs> they gave up and on he's they gave, thrown it. Yeah. He's There's no thrown point it. receivers. Yeah. He's thrown it more than Derek Carr has. So he's thrown it he's thrown it about the same amount as Jimmy Garoppolo has. So it's it's not as though they're shying away from the I mean, pass. yeah, there were forty one attempts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not shying away from throwing it. And do you know what? Fair play to him. I just don't think that we can write him off and say that he's not a throwing quarterback. He's obviously being given, and he's he's got he's just a smidgen below that sixty percent completion rate. So he's thrown a lot, and guess what? He's completing a lot, and he's got no one to throw to. Well, then you he completed twenty two of forty one. That's not sixty percent. No, no, no. I'm on about whole season. It's oh, on like okay. fifty nine point eight or something. So give him props to that. He's being asked to throw it a lot, and he's completing a lot. So in the in the end, of the, this game it's came not down what we're to a... seeing. But it's what the stats tell us. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, in the end, it was a second missed field goal by Hauschka that killed the game for the Bills. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a tough one for them. Obviously, they the knock on them was that they hadn't played anyone good, and they yep. played someone average, and they've lost. So, yeah. uh, kind of ominous for the Bills moving forwards. But uh, we'll see how that pans out. Let's move on then to Tennessee, where Ryan Tannehill threw a twenty-three yard touchdown to Adam Humphreys with twenty-three seconds left, and uh, Joshua Kalu blocked a last-second field goal attempt. To beat the Chiefs 35 to 32. Uh, so, thoughts on this game, guys? Obviously, uh, Patrick Mahomes is back and healthy. He is, yep. Um, Tyreek Hill as well is healthy, mm-hmm. 157 yards and a touchdown. McCole Harbin bust a 63 yard touchdown catch after another ridiculous jumping throw this time from Patrick Mahomes. Yep. And he put the burners on and uh, just torched his way into the end zone. But it was, yeah, it was. I think um, a really good display by the Titans. Very solid. Tannehill is clearly an upgrade from Mar- Marcus Mariota this season. Mm-hmm. He's able to sling the ball into tight windows. He's able to get the touchdowns. He had uh, two in this game, no interceptions. Uh, only 181 yards to Mahomes' 446 yeah. passing yards. But he did have 37 yards rushing. Look, he lost a fumble. but yeah. I mean, the... The stats are fairly lopsided. Yes. Until you get into score, and then what I've been banging on about them using Derek Henry more. Well, yeah, 188 rushing yards and two touchdowns for. Oh, they Henry. were angry yards as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and passing touchdowns to Adam Humphreys, as I said, and Anthony Ferkser as well. So he's spreading the ball around a bit. Adam Humphreys, he's he's one of those guys who I've got a real sort of soft spot for. I think he's oh, yeah. really really good. Um. He doesn't really get enough limelight, 
Um, he can't or enough. Have, yeah. He doesn't get enough involvement either. Yeah, it's like um, Marvin Jones before this mm. season. Marvin Jones is getting more involved now. He's one of those guys you go, no, really decent guy, really decent um, receiver, good possession. You don't see any bouncing off his chest or anything like that. So it's good to see him getting... He's just a more professional, isn't he? He did well in Tampa Bay and mm-hmm. it's kind of weird they moved him on because yeah. he never made Didn't any ripples. Texans for a bit as well? No. Like briefly. No. I think mean, Wolf... Yeah, ignore me. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, Adam Humphreys is having a good good time over there and clearly he's having some fun with Tannehill. Very, yeah, just a very strange game. Really weird. The, the Chiefs were so far ahead at half-time, weren't they? And yeah. then it was just a defensive touchdown that kind of spurred the, the Titans into life. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the fourth quarter, it was 15 points to 10 in uh, Tennessee's favour. But just those things kind of went the wrong way, didn't they? You know, there was the, the field goal where the snap was wrong for the Chiefs and the yeah. punter just had to throw it away. And, uh, you know, then it gives um, Tennessee the ball in a, in a good position. They get down, they get the touchdown with only 23 seconds left. And it just puts too much on Mahomes' shoulders. But he still got him into field goal range. So mm. Calm down, Jim. I'm just, oh, I, don't know. I know you're I'm upset get... that Mahomes it, lost. Yeah. I'm not, it, is, it, it is the Mahomes sexual coming out. Man. He's, the be- he's the better quarterback. I like There's Ryan Tannehill. Have I ever slated Ryan Tannehill? <laughs> I think you might have. How have you said that with almost know. a straight face? Up I there. say a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you <laughs> we do. know what he's doing. He's just yeah. fishing. Yeah, a little bit. I, the thing is, I, I've said it. I like watching the Titans. I like watching the Titans. I like watching the Lions. I like. There's a few teams I like watching the Redskins. See, see I, I find I find the Titans really frustrating a lot of the time because I am like, yeah. I'm like, good, run the ball. Boy, they're good. When they're good, they're when they're bad, they are diabolical. Yeah. But I think this was a game where they just showed that if they actually get their act together, they can be a really decent team. Mm. And once they free up the Mariota money, yeah. they can go and get a star. And if they draft right, you, they could be a much, much better team next season. But they're going to do a Titans thing: draft some idiot who who's not going to make the you know not going to make the grade, and they're going to end up being a nine and seven, seven and nine team. Again. I don't see why you'd move on from Tannehill. To be honest, I think no, no, no. You said move on from. No, that's what you said. Move on from Mariota. Move on from Mariota. Get his cap space. You get said, get a, you said get a superstar in there. So I was yeah, like, no, I think yeah, yeah, like wide receiver. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Wide receiver or just. Someone who's going to be a difference maker, whether even if it be a running back, because you can't rely on Derek Henry a lot for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, consistently, season after season, they've not relied on him, they've not given them the touches. There has to be a reason for that. There just has to be a reason for it. It's not a coincidence. So they're going to have to bring someone in. But we've seen before when Derek Henry's having to share the snaps with another yeah. top running back, he doesn't perform well. He, he, he likes being the only rooster in the hen house. Okay, that's fine. But then why consistently is that not happening? I agree, he should. If, well, he, no, if he mean, can do it. Dion Lewis there that should be. If you can do it. You know, Dion Lewis is a scheme guy. Put him in a good scheme or get yards, which is why he did well at the Patriots. Mm. Any other team he's been at, he's not really been. Well, that's the Patriot way, isn't numbers it? Guy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, good to see uh, the uh, Chiefs lose. Yeah. And I went <laughs> for them in our predictions last week as well. And you laughed at me. Two sacks for Chris Jones for the Chiefs, but more injury worries um, on the KC O-line. Mitchell Schwartz was out of the game briefly. Martinez Rankins, though, wasn't so lucky. Reports are his season is over. Good. Is it good? Didn't Eric Fisher was out as well? He didn't mm. play either. Well, they had someone else at left tackle I've never heard of before. Again. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about one of the, uh, the shocks of the week then. Oh, another shock of the week, shall we say. Uh, the New Orleans Saints at home to the Atlanta Falcons on any given Sunday in the NFL. Any team can beat any other team, especially when you're not scoring touchdowns. And I think this was the first time 
that uh, Drew Brees hasn't scored a touchdown at home. Ever. Ever. Yeesh. Since going to New Orleans. I mean, that's a stat. That's, yeah. I, th- I think the funniest thing about this game was... I, I read that somewhere. <laughs> where where on earth did the Falcons' defence come from? Atlanta. <laughs> that's terrible. Two and a half sacks oh, for I, Grady I Jarrett. They had six sacks. One and a yeah. half for Vic Beasley. They had six in the previous eight or nine games or seven whatever. sacks on the season but yeah. this time they had six, six yeah, yeah. Uh, Adrian Claiborne and Devondre Campbell chimed in with a sack each as well that Devondre Campbell one was pretty important as well mm. that set up the goal uh, the touchdown um, yeah an interception for um, Marcus Williams for the for the Saints but yeah it was a dreadful game for the for the Saints on both sides of the ball yep the, the big standout for me was Ryan Ramchek I'm a massive Ryan Ramchek fan yeah um, and we should have taken him instead of taking Garrett Bowles but let's not go there right now and I was screaming at the TV saying don't take it anyway um, and he got overrun he just got absolutely overrun I don't know who was playing left guard next to him but he didn't get any help whatsoever um, Breeze was missing unbreeze like throws stuff mm. that you expected him to get and I think it's a sign that I mean Michael Thomas got um, he was the quickest uh, 152 to f- yards 13 yeah, to 14 f- catches for Michael yeah, Thomas yeah he was the yeah, quickest ever to 500 catches four, five four, hundred four, catches, four, five but hundred. quickest ever in NFL history I think that straight away tells you that they lean on him significantly they oh, have yeah. no second receiver who's any good Ted Ginn you can't rely on I mean who's the others Willie Sneed I'm just making names up I can't even remember who they are. <laughs> <laughs> it's just ridiculous so, Traquan Smith I think is the other mm-hmm. one that they uh Bless you. They go to. Um, and their tight ends Jared again. Cook. Jared Cook. Well, yeah, but Jared Cook, all we watch him is he's, he's the ball bounce off his helmet as he's not looking. He's he's not he's not a quite he's not a top class guy. He's just not. So Well, it was last year. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, but it was a lot easier last season. Uh, no, see I disagree. I think the problem with Jared Cook is that he's under targeted in the how many times this season have we saw the ball bounce off his helmet as it's gone through his hands? A lot. <laughs> I feel like it's a lot now that you've just said it a few times. It, it, but, <laughs> yeah. but, I mean, again, some of that might be Bridgewater. Was, I, mean, I don't know. It also, I mean, you know, they had that really good run when Teddy Bridgewater was, was covering for Breeze well, and also then Latavius Murray was covering for Alvin Kamara and now they brought the, yeah, two, the two top guys back, back and it's yeah. kind of just mess with the, the hot hand doesn't it you know? the funny thing is there was some fans shouting for Bridgewater to come back oh. <laughs> now I suspect that those fans are from Atlanta but... <laughs> yeah. you'd hope so wouldn't you I mean yeah. look, Drew Brees still had 32 completions on 45 passes 287 yards just no touchdowns no interceptions um, just those six sacks that kind of ruined them yep. and also the Saints committed 12 penalties for 90 yards as well half of those infractions produced Falcons first downs and four extended drives on third and fourth down. So, you know, they're the architects of their own destruction. Yeah. As much as the the Falcons got after them and pressured them. You have to give the Falcons some credit, though. They were very good I, in this game. Yeah. Absolutely. Out of nowhere. Yeah. It's just a bit of a weird one. It's yeah. like FA Cup third round. It's just a game. How's the league? How are you doing this? Yeah. Perfect example is Brian Hill. He got 20 carries for Atlanta and scored a touchdown with over 70 scrimmage yards. Yeah. Um, Devonta Freeman suffered a foot injury during the game so that's why he was in there Austin Hooper scored but he also went out with an MCL sprain that could keep him out for a while um, yeah just a really kind of solid performance from the Falcons who have just been punched in the mouth repeatedly this season so it was nice to see yeah. him have some sort of pride yeah and like, you know, it's after a bye week isn't it it's a division rival no one's rating you to do anything 
It's their first win. They'd lost six before that, didn't they? Six on the yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like your fantasy team, Jesus. Oh, hello. <laughs> that should have made the news, actually. I won again. Suck it, Will. So he's going to beat me. I'm not going to make a comment about Will sucking it. I'm not gonna <laughs> it. It's too easy. Uh, yes, the Falcons had won six, uh, had sorry lost six, six yep. of the last seven games. Um, that makes them now seven and two. Yeah. Yeah, seven and two. Two and seven, you mean, the Falcons. Two and seven, two and seven. <laughs> I apologise. They're still going to come bottom of the league, I think, mm-hmm. uh, in the NFC South, but I don't know, the, the Bucks are going to run them close. Oh, the way the uh, Panthers finish, you never know. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> All it will take is uh, one word from you as well. Oh, I'll let them be this season. <laughs> <laughs> let's, head, let's head up to New York, shall we? Where the Giants have now lost six straight and the Jets needed this win after stinking against the Dolphins. The final score was 34 to 27 in the Jets, Jets, Jets favour. The win no one wanted. (laughs) (laughs) The game no one cared about. Jamison Crowder, five catches for 81 yards and a touchdown. Demarius Thomas got 84 yards. Le'Veon Bell, 68 scrimmage yards and a touchdown. You could argue that Robbie Anderson getting a PI late in the game was just as important for this win as well. It does sound like you're running a commentary from Madden 15 here. (laughs) Oh, why not? (laughs) Jamal Adams with two sacks, won a snatch and grab for a touchdown. And two sacks for Jordan Jenkins as well. Mm-hmm. Great game for the Jets. Come on. Mm. Sam Darnold, 230 passing yards, a touchdown, no interceptions. No interceptions. Uh, only two sacks, 25 rushing yards, and a touchdown as well. Mm-hmm. He has this in him, doesn't he? You know, he's, he's shown a couple yeah. of games this year where he's at least been passable. And, you know, although he didn't get as many yards as Daniel Jones, or three less touchdowns as Daniel mm-hmm. Jones, uh, he's still got the win. Yeah. Partly because Daniel Jones had three fumbles, one of them lost. Uh, and the Jets took away Saquon Barkley what I saw there. he was held it, to just over 30 scrimmage yards only one rushing yard on yeah, 13 it was, carries it was his uh, first week back and I think it's, it was painfully obvious yes that they brought him back too soon yeah and he is their main weapon and the Jets beat a team that didn't have their main weapon I mean that's that's the way you have to look at it um, but, if but Barkley Jones- was fit it would have been a lot a lot closer but Jones has been having some fun with Darius Slayton yeah, as his yeah. kind of number one wide receiver. Uh, he got 121 yards and two touchdowns, and Golden Tate 95 yards and two touchdowns as well. So, yep. they are they are getting it through the air. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I know it was the Jets. They are, and um, Daniel Jones has lost his left tackle as well. So Nate's Solder's out. So it's even slightly more impressive the amount of yards he has been mm. getting. But although Nate Solder hasn't been playing very well this season, he's still he's he's still a good he's still a good. Um, He's not great in the run, you know. He's done the Patriot the way. He's, you, you leave mm. the Patriots and you suck. But he's got one hell of a contract on him, though. Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> but he's still the number one left tackle, um, and I think it's more. It shows the uh, how impressive it's been the fact that Jones has continued to do okay. Mm. Are you changing your opinion on Jones at all? No. No. Okay. No, I mean he lost to the Jets. So he didn't lose to the <laughs> Jets. His team lost to the Jets. He's in the team, no doubt. He didn't have his main weapon. He didn't have the best oh. player on the team. Alright. Just saying Mason Rudolph Stalin, is winning without Stalin. any weapons. Oh, Apart from Juju. I mean Let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are we dealing with here? <laughs> Jesus Christ. You started it. You started it. Right. So the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home to the Arizona Cardinals. Christian Kirk is fully healthy. Six receptions, 138 yards and three touchdowns. But it was the rushing TDs for Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones 
a touchdown for OJ Howard and 12 points from the boot of Matt Gay that gave the Bucks a close win back at home. 30 points to 27. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamal Dean caught a rare Kyler Murray interception. So rare that he broke the rookie record for attempts without a pick, beating Derek Carr from 2014 and Dak Prescott from 2016. Mm-hmm. So another good stat there from Kyler Murray. Only five interceptions on the season compared to 12 touchdowns. I think this is a game of the the common theme with the Cardinals is if it starts to get a bit high scoring, they can't keep up. Well, this is what we talked about last week, wasn't it? As the Bucks like a shootout mm-hmm. because they've got half a chance with the shootout. Yeah. Um, bit weird actually that Kyler Murray got three touchdowns and one interception. Jameis Winston only got one touchdown mm. and two interceptions, but he did have forty-eight yards rushing. Sorry, forty yards rushing. Kyler had thirty-eight yards rushing. Uh, there were interceptions for Jordan Hicks and Byron Murphy. Uh, that's 13 picks now for Jameis in four games and two more sacks for Chandler Jones <laughs> 13 Anything, yeah it's 13 in four picks games in four games for Jameis Winston yeah uh, anything you guys want to say about this game 13 in four <laughs> games yes <laughs> but they got the win yeah yeah again they did you get... can you can throw picks side but yeah. it's when you do them that's yeah. really important sometimes yeah. um yeah, and clearly they got away with it. So uh, I think it was good to see um, the Cardinals using Andy Isabella, a guy I gave a shout out to ooh, last week, yeah. and Christian Kirk. What was it three hundred something receiving yards or whatever it was for Kirk? It was one hundred and fifty yards and three touchdowns. And Jim had him in his fantasy team. I did. And Will, the person who Will was playing, I got a, a Will was playing <laughs> um, Jim, and I received a WhatsApp saying Christian Kirk. Who the fuck is he? <laughs> he's average six and he's on twenty seven. I'm gonna lose to gonna lose to Jim. There you go. So yeah. you're gonna have to get used to it. You're gonna have to get used to it soon enough. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm sat here really I, really scared. Yeah. 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 When I when when I, bliss, that WhatsApp, <laughs> when I received that WhatsApp, I properly laughed. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> it was so funny. But, but to be honest with you... Yourself, edu- uh, educate yourself on Christian Kirk. Right? No, I know who Christian Kirk is. Yeah, I d- will. Because, yeah, yeah, but he also needed to educate himself on Aaron it's Jones second, yeah. as well because he second, also yeah. lost his shit when he got four <laughs> touchdowns in a week when... In fairness, though, it does always seem to be against him. Yeah. I but, mean, if you want a monster week, I'm waiting for him to play you because then I'm pretty sure that... Philip Lindsay's going to rush in for touchdowns. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so, I don't know what's going to happen this season, to be honest. Well, so. you don't know. We, we don't play you this season. We played. We beat you last season, didn't we? That was you ain't right. beating us this season. Well, we're not playing you. Well, that's what I mean. We've got no chance. <laughs> Let's go to Indianapolis. Oh, another, sh- another shocker. Miami have now won back-to-back games for only the third time in two years to stun the Colts. 16 points to 12. I mean, this does take the shine off the Broncos when against the Colts the week before. <laughs> How bad are the Colts? They've lost to the Broncos and the Dolphins. Yes. Panic mode. Yeah. Miami final look competent on defense with three turnovers that they, most importantly, scored points on each of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, interceptions for Bobby McCain, Stephen Parker, who outmuscled Ebron in the end zone, which was pretty impressive, and Nick Needham. Uh, Colts interception was Darius Leonard. Uh, yeah, a bit of a messy game, to be honest. Obviously, when you call, you can say that again. Ryan Hoyer <laughs> looked diabolical. One touchdown and three interceptions yeah. for the old Hoy. What was his percentage? What was his completion percentage? Oh, he he Under- completed eighteen of thirty-nine yeah. throws, yeah. two hundred and four yards. He had a QBR of four point four, 
overall rating of 38.8. Overall rating of 38.8. Yeah. If you spike it on every play, you get a, you uh, get a pass yeah. a touchdown of 40. Yes. I mean... Yeah, but are you really trying? It's <laughs> <laughs> a numbers game. Ryan Fitzpatrick, on the other hand, no touchdowns, one interception, but he did have 23, 23 yards rushing and one touchdown uh, to make up for that. Um, old Vinny could blame the Laces last week, but he managed to rack up his sixth extra point miss of the season, which left the Colts needing a touchdown on their final drive rather than the field goal, which was, in essence, the end of the, the game. You know, They really needed to just get a field goal. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he messed up the extra point again. So a bit of a shame. And there are more calls that Vinatieri probably should hang up his laces after this one. Nah, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep yeah, going. To watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Good news for the Colts is that Brissett looks like he's actually going to be starting this weekend. Yeah, well, that's very important for him. I isn't think it? it's what we said the week before: the fact that they probably could have played him, but went, we'll give him an extra week because it's the Dolphins. Um, yeah, and look how that went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Hur looked okay against us, but he's got he's you know, he's played this before. He's got some. You know, it, there's no fear factor there, to be honest. So I think that the, when you looked at the Dolphins this weekend, you saw a marked difference in what we've seen in the early weeks of the season. In the early early weeks of the season, you had players who were mouthing off at each other. You had players who someone would break the line and start running in, and they're forty yards out, and the guy chasing them would just stop running, and just things like that. And on this game, you saw them. It might have been because they were leading. I mean, it's a lot easier to to try when you're in a winning position but they looked as if I mean one of the commentators even said at one point if there was a wall out there then the players had run through it for Flores yeah. so it almost looks like he's imparting that mm. philosophy and I think he's probably a lot of the transfers that he's that have happened with Miami of getting rid of players they've probably got rid of a few bad eggs yeah a few play- I'm not saying about Fitzpatrick because I think he's well no, no. A, maybe a Kenyon Drake or someone you just don't maybe know what they were Drake, like maybe a Tunsil maybe a Steel yeah. something I don't know and yeah. uh, Kiko Alonso is always a bit of a pain in the arse oh, Kiko Alonso yeah. is definitely yeah. a pain in the arse so I think he's probably been sneaky done sneaky good in getting rid of guys who are going to cause more so, problems and yeah sometimes you need to will. do that don't you yeah Hundred percent. So I think for the most part, it's. I don't think we're seeing the real Miami, because I think teams are still going into it, going it's Miami. Um, and I, I think if they're properly trying against them, then a little bit, yeah. a little bit. And mm-hmm. I mean, they've beaten two pretty bang average teams, and I'm going to say that about the Colts. I don't think the Colts are bang average. They were decimated with on the injuries, on the though. day they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, on the yeah, day yeah, they definitely. weren't a good team. So it's and I said last week it's good. I I don't I wouldn't want to be an zero sixteen team. I'd rather be picking fifth, having won a game, than be zero sixteen picking first. Yeah, the fact they've won two, brilliant. That's great, and they got so many first round picks. I don't think it matters where they're picking. Keep on winning as many as you can. Get some confidence up and go to yeah, the right. season with it, any kind of momentum. They're definitely trying to win games. They're not like you can trying to not win games. Like they look like they may have been doing it at the start of the season. Yeah, they? yeah. They, they're not. A, they're not. A, I don't want to say they're not a terrible team because obviously the record's their record, but. Uh, I, I don't. I don't. It's just assume they're going to lose every game now. Not like the Bengals. You yeah. Know? It's not like you can't. I can't see them not winning a game. Yeah. I mean, you can name at least. But they've got a chance against the Bills, for example. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. a few weeks ago, they said there's no chance. You they can name at least maybe four teams who are worse than them right now. Um, so yeah, I mean, good on them. They've they've started winning games and they look as though they're going to be more competitive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's move on then to one of the, well, pretty decent game, this one. Green Bay at home to Carolina. 
This game came down to the last play in the snow. McCaffrey stretching to the goal line, but the refs didn't give it to see the Packers win 24 points to 16. Preston Smith got to the stop. He also had two sacks on the game to give him 10 for the year. That's sneaky good for mm. Preston Smith. Um, yeah, McCaffrey ended the game with 141 scrimmage yards and a touchdown. Aaron Jones, 93 yards rushing and three touchdowns. DJ Moore, 120 yards. Devontae Adams, 118 yards. Greg Olson, 98 yards. Curtis Samuel, 35 yards and a touchdown. Everyone was having fun in this game. Yeah. And it was a tight game. Like I said, that last play, Yeah, they had a fourth down as well earlier on in that drive that they had over 10 yards to make and they made it. Mm-hmm. It was a pass to DJ Moore. And just, oh, inches. Yep. Inches. I mean, I look at some of the replays. I don't know if you saw the game, but... I stayed up to watch the were... game because the person who was against me in fantasy had Chris McCaffrey, so I was <laughs> on the back, yes. It was just... Oh, I, some of the replays looked like they were in. Yeah. Honestly, when I watched it live, I thought, well, he's made it. He's made it because it's Christian McCaffrey. I, I was the other way. I didn't, I, didn't think, I didn't think he made it, but no, no, I was willing him not to make it, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. I genuinely think yeah. that probably had a win. Oh, that's not in. But yeah, Packers were great. Although no touchdowns for Aaron Rodgers. No. No interceptions, but no touchdowns. Only 233 passing yards. Um, Kyle Allen had 307 passing yards, one touchdown, one interception. But that's Tremont Williams getting that. It was difficult conditions to play. Yeah. yeah, By the end of it, it was snowing really quite heavy. You also hate to talk talk about the officials, but that um, roughing the passer call was very bad. (laughs) I mean, so bad. Mm. Remind us. In the end zone... Just, I mean, it just wasn't rough in the past. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what more you want to say. Want me to say? I disagree. Oh. The only reason being, I think, why because remember it? No, no, no. Why because you want to protect Aaron Rodgers? No, no, no. I think he made a concerted effort to roll off him, but this season we've seen whenever you land on or portion or partially on a quarterback, it's being called. And the one thing that we ask for in the league is. Consistency, I reckon, and they are being consistent. Nah, see, I, dis- he, I disagree. On the side of him, though, yeah, I disagree. He didn't land fully yeah. on him. He didn't uh, land fully on him. You're right. I disagree we've seen as well. So many times you, when that if, has been called this season. If, nah, see, I think if you want to call for consistency, then you're looking at calling that that sort of incident five or six times more every game. Mm, I just I don't disagree. know what what more can you do. Yeah, exactly. Defender. That's yeah. the real problem, isn't it? Yeah. You know, there's only so much you can do. No, I agree. It was a, before it, before Aaron someone as good as Aaron Rodgers slips out of the tackle and then goes screaming down the field for 25-30 yards yep. and picking up first downs I agree and you look like an idiot call. and you get chewed out in the, in the mm-hmm. training room afterwards yeah. I agree it was a bullshit call but we've seen it happen a lot this season um, but I mean when you when you watch him in the end zone go it, it was a, it, the defender actually made a concerted effort to roll off him yeah. mm-hmm. off the hit and it was still called but we've seen it in other games as well but that means it's just not right consistently yeah yeah, but at least it's consistent. But they, they made the rule to say if you made an effort to not land on them, yeah. then that's not a foul. Yeah. But it's the referees that are making Bay, this. It's referee, it's, uh, you know, it's oh, cold. Not only, it, not only is it in Green Bay, it's in the Green Bay end zone. Oh, well, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You want I to mean, get home. To be perfectly honest, if a bead of sweat would have come off him and landed on Rodgers, <laughs> it were getting called. It just was. It, that wouldn't be called if it was the other way around. Yeah. We've got three games to go, guys. First of all, it's the Pittsburgh Steelers at home to the LA Rams. Minka Fitzpatrick, all right? Just Minka Fitzpatrick. Seven games, eight passes defended, five interceptions, two touchdowns, with 130 return yards, a forced fumble, and a fumble recovery. Never heard of him. Oh, I didn't even see this game. I Pittsburgh didn't even know won the, the game 17 points to 12. 
and the Steelers managed to knob all the Rams' offense, what I hoped we would do. Cooper Cup, zero Two. yards after 222 weeks ago. Todd Gurley held to 73 yards. Aaron Donald was kept relatively quiet, apart from the safety. Um, yeah, it was everything I wanted it to be on the Steelers' defense and more. Good for you. Thank you. Did you have a Cooper Cup in your fantasy team? Yep. Sorry. Yes, no wonder you're not worried about anything. No, and I traded you Cooper Cup as well. I was <laughs> so worried about that. I was yeah. like, he's going to come back and do me. Um, yeah, so Jared Goff, let's talk about that then. 22 completions on 41 attempts, 243 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, three fumbles, one of them lost. Uh, Mason Rudolph, 22 completions on 38 passes, 242 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. He is now the ninth QB since the 1970 merger to throw a touchdown pass in each of his first seven games. It's really cute for him. That's quite good, isn't it? Still shit. Uh, that's not what they're saying about him. Throwing touchdowns. James Washington caught a beautiful uh, no touchdown. What? 90 yards on the game as well for him. Not easy without James Conner or Benny Snell, but the Steelers held under 50 yards rushing. So, you know. You know what? what I agree do. with you, Jim. I think he's great. I think you should build a franchise around him. Crack on with that, son. Yeah. You do that. You do that, son. I'm waiting for Kaepernick. <laughs> there yeah. you go. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, Come on, talk about the Steelers' defense if you want. To. Well, I think you've already nailed it. Keeping Cooper Cup quiet. Yes. The end. Well done. <laughs> I, know, I, I don't really want to say, say any more than that because I... you already think you're shit hot now. Yeah. So... Um, it was interesting to see the ball bouncing off um, Washington on the sideline every time it went near him. <laughs> I mean, his catch radius is literally the size of the palm of his hand. It's amazing. Ooh. <laughs> you see that touchdown he caught? Nope. Well, there you go then. Um, yes, I think it obviously was very frustrating watching that game because it went late and uh, I did step to watch it. There was a chance we had to ice the game by getting one first down mm-hmm. and we couldn't manage it. Yeah. So I had to give back the ball to the Rams again. Mm-hmm. Uh, luckily, we have got the best defense in football right now. No, oh, there and, you go. Uh, you haven't got the best defense in your division. Really? Ravens have. Really? 100%. 100%. You're fishing. Um, yeah, managed to stop them one more time and uh, and got the win. So. so when are you going to open up your offensive scheme and allow <laughs> um, Mr. Dinkin Dunk to throw it more than 20 yards? I don't know. I don't know if we ever will. I think you. I would. I'd love to see it. Oh, have you got like the new Tom Brady? Yeah. Is that? But I'm sure you'd love it if he was doing it for you. It's just. Is that what we're saying? He's doing enough, just almost, to uh, <laughs> to win games. <laughs> no, I mean to be fair, it must be really hard throwing to very good wide receivers, very good tight ends, and having a stellar defense behind him. Yeah, it must be so must be tough. difficult. To him. <laughs> yeah. And he's possibly got the best offensive line in football in front of him. I mean, he's got a, he's got an hard job. He's got a really hard job. You know I, what I meant? I have never said that he should be our number one quarterback, and he isn't our number one. Because you can't so. say that he's your number one quarterback by definition right now. Well, yeah, because of the depth chart. Who's your who's your backup? Like genuine question: Who is your backup? Devlin Hodges. After yeah. That. Uh, he played earlier in the he's season. He had a game. Is he? Yeah. yeah. Any good? Well, he's all right. Can't be that. He's game. all right. He's about the same as as Mason Rudolph, really. But I think actually, he's more likely to throw it than Mason is. Uh, <laughs> this is what you want we'll in the quarterback. See how it goes. I'm not, <laughs> Dave. I've not got any illusions about the rest of the season. Uh, right? I'm build, just saying we're going to double digit win it, get into the playoffs, and see how it goes from there. So <laughs> let's talk about the Sunday night game. <laughs> <laughs> 
say we've such flamboyancy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I learned from the best. Uh, the Vikings beat a winning team on the road for the first time in almost two years. They've got an 0 9 and 1 record. Uh, but they managed to beat the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas 28 points to 24. So you look uh, upset about this result. Devastated. Dalvin Cook, 183 scrimmage yards and one touchdown. The Vikings' leading receiver as well. Um, Carl Rudolph, two touchdowns. Not bad. Including one, uh, just a spectacular catch as well for the first touchdown. Zeke held to just 63 scrimmage yards. Uh, Amari stepped up instead with 11 catches, 147 yards and a touchdown. Randall Cobb, 106 yards and a touchdown. Michael Gallup, 76 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Touchdown, I w- touchdown. I won so touchdown. convincingly in fantasy this week, I arrested Zeke. <laughs> That's not a joke. I genuinely did. I'm really pleased for you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so why weren't you happy with this? Why would I want the Cowboys to win? He's ecstatic. I was being facetious. No, I know. About the whole thing. Um, although it did come down to the last play of the game when mm-hmm. the, the kind of Hail Mary uh, from Dak into the end zone and uh, there's no way Dak was reaching the end zone well he did yeah he did yeah but did you see everyone have to completely move across because that yeah. wasn't where he was aiming but that's fairly normal anyway. yeah, yeah, it was yeah, into a pile and uh, a Viking pillaged the ball yep. out of the air and uh, great touchdown from was it Rudolph with the touchdown yes at the end. no it was the first touchdown of the game he managed to one hand it mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I did mention that before yeah, oh, I wasn't listening. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Other good catches. Amari Cooper had some amazing ones yeah. on the sideline. I mean, he just he kind of puts his feet in the edge he, and just kind of leans like that, Michael Jackson. Yeah, he must have done that five or six times. It yeah. Was, well, they yeah. said that Chris Collinsworth was like, "You can't defend this." Yeah. You just throw it five yards. Five out yards of out of bounds. <laughs> yeah, and he just like bends over forward and catches it. Yeah, it's incredible. Randall Cobb had an amazing catch as well. Yeah. I mean, they're all at it, but. Uh, yeah, it, it was it, was the Vikings getting the win on this one. It does make him look like a half competent quarterback, doesn't it? <laughs> Which one, <laughs> Dak. Dak? Yeah, when you got <laughs> you got men catching throwaway balls. Yeah, I guess that they probably talk talk like it's done on purpose, but actually it's just where he's throwing harsh. the ball. You're being harsh. It's now, like Dak. it's like when you play. All right, sorry. It's like when you're playing soccer or football or whatever, and a really bad pass turns into a, a ball through on goal, and you're going, "Yeah, I'm in that." Yeah. Or when you cross it and he goes right in the back of the net and you're like, what a shot. What a a shot. (laughs) The wind carried it or something. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so important win there for the the Vikings uh, against Mm -hmm. the Monday night, it was the San Francisco 49ers hosting the Seattle Seahawks. In a Monday night divisional matchup, it was the defences on both sides that really shone through. What a game. Defensive touchdowns for DeForest Buckner and Andrew Devion Clowney highlighted just how dangerous both front sevens are. Uh, Yeah. One thing that I did see was one of uh, a sign that was held up saying "Run the forest, run." Yeah, ended up twenty-seven twenty-four in overtime. Fred Warner with two sacks for the for the Niners. Nick Bosa with constant pressure as well. But Jadavion Clowney's enjoying himself with his new team and Quandre Diggs as well, who got an interception and a forty-four-yard run back on his first game after being traded from Detroit. Yep. It was a uh, we went to overtime, didn't it? It was a missed field goal from Chase McLaughlin, who was picked up during the week after Robbie Gould went out with a quad injury. I mean, yeah. that made the difference. He it's was a shame, sh- really. McLaughlin made that last second yeah, field goal to yeah. tie the game. He was shaking like a shitting dog on his first kick. That <laughs> when he, but he, he made the no, I know absolutely. But have you ever seen anyone more scared? Yeah. Well, it what, was ridiculous. That's the definition of pressure. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Just goes to show. I mean, Robbie Gould is being well. They franchise for years. Him, they just didn't want him to go. They just franchise tagged him immediately. I mean, he's franchise tagged in like May. 
something like that immediately. That's the first thing they did. Yeah, it's a shame it went down to the kicker, to be honest, because it was these two teams are really a game matched. as good as that. You want to see yeah. a piece of magic, magic. set yeah. or something, definitely. But yeah, it's the NFL. I mean, the the point system is built in such a way that you it, you know the three and seven naturally lends itself to it being a close game and it coming down to pressure situations with kicks. So. Is what it is. Both QBs took five sacks in this game. Yes. Unsurprising, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, well, maybe for Wilson. And he also had, they both had interceptions as well. No, I think it's not surprising because both teams have got a good pass rush. And you've got essentially two quarterbacks who are uh, mobile but not speedy, so are happy to go into the open field. Um, the amount of times we saw Garoppolo throw it away, which is understandable considering his recent injury history. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, not surprised that we've seen a number of sacks as we've seen because you've got two very good teams. Started really well for the Niners as well. They had the early lead in the first quarter mm-hmm. up to 10 nothing, And it was only a defensive touchdown, I think. right? Yeah, it was the fumble recovery uh, by Clowney that got them to 10-7 yep. at halftime. And then third quarter, the Seahawks got 14 points. Yeah. That seemed really weird. It seemed really against the run of play when you're watching the game. Wasn't one of those... The Niners seemed in control for mm-hmm. the most part. They one were holding three and outs. It was the Clowney um, defensive touchdown there, wasn't Yeah, that it? was the one. That was to make it 10-7 before half-time. Oh, okay. And after that, they, mm. they started getting going. Um, Chris Carson, 101 yards and a touchdown. Tevin Coleman on the other side, 72 scrimmage yards. Debo he Samuel, 112 yards. It was a great game for Debo Samuel. Uh, yeah. It's just a great game. And then 14 points for San Francisco in the fourth quarter. Set up that overtime. Tensus. That's the second overtime uh, win in the row for the Seahawks mm. yeah. this season. But Frisco back didn't have their main weapon. Kittle. No. Kittle was out. Mm-hmm. And he's out again this week as well. Yeah. And no Robbie Gould, I'm yes. guessing. Yeah. Because he's like 58. And a quality injury for 58-year-old. Yeah, but he's dangerous. just a leg. That's all he is now. He's just a human being that's attached <laughs> to a leg. It is great, Robbie Gould. I really yeah. like him. Uh, the, the Bears, again, made a, a huge mistake by, by getting rid of him. They're good at that. Too early, yeah. They're good at that. <laughs> they do that a lot. Greg Olson's another case. In mm-hmm. uh, and those were the games of Week 10. That was it. That was all of them. All 13 games. Game indeed. of the week, San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Possibly, Easily. although... I, I'm the it's only the one I, would I enjoyed. Say, I'm going to cause some arguments here because I don't think that that really showed that Russell Wilson was an MVP. Because I think the defense has played the best out of. There were some flash. There were some flashes from Wilson. Oh yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, no, but he's playing against flashes, he's playing against the ever lauded San Francisco pass rush. Come on, I mean, so far this season they have been the mm-hmm. best pass rush collectively. So it's not a surprise he didn't look like an but MVP, was, but he still looked. Like hot, I still look like a very good quarterback. But it was tit for tat with Garoppolo. He had, this, had a couple of less yards. Yeah, they had very similar similar stats stat all the way through. You yeah. know, so why is it that? I guess it's probably just how that those yard that yard, sort of yardage comes up. around yeah. because because of just some of the plays like where it just scrambles I just, around. I just don't remember seeing anything that was like, oh my god! It wasn't like the the jumping touchdown for Mahomes or. Lamar Jackson's spinny run into the end zone. You know, it wasn't one of those kind of. There was no, but, there. You like, but they won, and does it need to be that way? <laughs> yeah, they won the game. It was on a field goal. Win. Yeah, no, no, but, no, 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 but does he it... won the game? Remember Jim? Yeah, yeah that's he right. won yeah, the game. He won the game. <laughs> but does it need? But why does he I'm need to saying, be like? You know, I, I didn't see anything that was like. Yes, that's definitely elevated him above the others. Well, M- MVP is that's a tagline. I mean, that is elite level. Did he do anything MVP? Maybe not. Did he look brilliant? Yeah, he did things during so the everyone game. Everyone looked pretty good in that game. Yeah, 
but that's because it was a great game to watch. It mm. was it was just one of those games that will go down, and it there'll be like ESPN four or something, and they're going to show historic great Monday night football games and stuff. That will be one of them. It just yeah. will because it was a such a good game to watch, and I'm glad I stayed up to watch it. It was a great game. So let's move on then to the uh, the picks. Obviously, week 10 was a bloodbath for uh, the favourites. I got the Titans right. That's all that matters. <laughs> this, this was tough to tough to look at, really. It was uh, the King against Jake, who's a Chiefs fan. Uh, the people had a one-point lead going One-point lead, yeah. We're going to this game. Uh, the King managed, out of 13 games, to get four right. Wow. <laughs> and the people managed to get three. Three. Oh. Yeah, it it was tough. It was tough. <laughs> that uh, is rough. Raiders beat the Chargers. Both of them didn't get that. Tigers I got that. beat the Chiefs. Both of them picked the Chiefs. Uh, Jake did pick the Bucks to beat the Cards, so he beat the King on that one. Uh, they both picked the Giants over the Jets. They both picked the Saints over the Falcons. I mean, they're understandable, but on record. Um, this is where the King came into his own. He picked the Packers to win at home, so he beat Jake on that one. He bet the Browns would beat the Bills at home. He got that one. They both picked the Ravens, obviously, over the Bengals. Um, then they thought the Lions would beat the Bears. Maybe that was an injury thing that mm. scuppered that, obviously. Yeah. Uh, well, Colts. I think we, I think we all thought the the Lions were going to win that game. Oh yeah, with Stafford. Yeah. 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 I mean, not not to blow my own trumpet, but I had a five fold fold accumulator that only lost by five. <laughs> I lost every single yeah. one. The, on the it. Dolphins pulled out against the Colts, yeah. so obviously they both lost there. Jake quite rightly said the Steelers would beat the Rams, so he beat the King on that one. And then the Vikings beat the Cowboys. The King beat Jake on that one. They both thought the 49ers would edge the Seahawks. So that's why it was such a horrific end result. Yeah. It does mean that uh, the King and the people are tied on 89 points each. That's week 10. I mean, all that hard work that I did to get the people in the lead. <laughs> no, no, right. Uh, well, well. One week later, wasted. We've still We're got still 16. Level. Hang on. We've still got six weeks left to make it week 17. Who's picking this week? So this week it's Vikings due. Oh, okay. Let's make the picks. We've got uh, well, fourteen games. It'll be interesting to see who he's gone for in his fixture. Oh, I know. Yeah. I know. Uh, let's start then. I'm going to ask obviously you two guys because I uh, I want to hear what you got Browns. to say. Thursday night. So tonight, uh, if we're lucky, this pod will go out just before kickoff, <laughs> um, and it is the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cleveland Browns. Sorry. See, so you've already called the Browns. I've got to do it, haven't I? So I'm going, to, I'm, going to pick, I'm going to pick the Steelers because I think I've continuously picked the team that the Steelers have been playing and the Steelers have been winning. <laughs> so right. I'll go I for like the Steelers that. now. I like that. And, then and the I'll Browns say the Steelers win. as well because I'm full of shit and everything I say is wrong. So yeah, there you I'm go, going Steelers. Steelers. Steelers shout out. Um, Stu- <laughs> <laughs> well, the King's gone for the Steelers, but he's not nasty like you. And uh, Stu's gone for the Browns, or they did apologise. Ryan Steelers. I mean... <laughs> I mean, King could be as nasty as us. He's just not here to back it up with. He might be trolling you. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Uh, the Steelers are seven zero and one in the last eight meetings with the Browns. So yes. are you sure you're going with it? Yeah, everyone well, seven zero and one in yeah. the last eight yeah. meetings yeah. with the Browns. <laughs> Good, right. So you're going for the Steelers, apart from Stu's going. You for should, the you're supposed to be happy. You complain when we don't pick the Steelers. But we the pick the, the reason Steelers. you're picking it is just horrific. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Right, makes sense. <laughs> Sunday. <to me>. <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> Let's start off then with the New York Jets, fresh off the win, 
And they're at the Washington Redskins, fresh off a bye. Ooh. Haskins, Haskins is starting, is isn't he? starting for the, yeah, rest, yeah, of the season. for the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah. Jets. I mean, wow. Savage. I, I, I want I want the Redskins to win. Yeah. I really do. I want the Redskins to go in there and I want Haskins to look brilliant. I want AP to run a thousand yards. Mm. I want it, I want it to be an absolute bloodbath to the Redskins because the Redskins as I've said are a team I really like watching this season. Okay. I'm just not feeling it. I'm I something I just I'm not feeling Haskins as being the quarterback who is ready yet. I don't think he's ready. He's had like one full start. Exactly. So how to practice and get? But he's coming in. out. He's coming out and saying he is our starter for the rest of the season. Well, they've seen him actually getting some reps in and gone, "Oh, Jesus Christ!" He's actually getting some, throwing some touchdowns in practice. I hope you're right. Just saying. All right, I so you're going. No. For, you're going for the Jets. Yes, but I hope. I want the Redskins to win. I you hope want you're to be right. wrong. I want, want to be wrong. Sorry, I'm going to go the Redskins. Actually, you're. Yeah, I've said yeah. for for the last few weeks when they've been playing. They're not as terrible as their record has said. No. Um, they have been in some games. <laughs> no, they have. They've relied yeah, yeah. far too much on the run and all that's happened oh, yeah. is everyone stuffed the box and stopped them from getting any yards. Well, let's hope then that Terry McLaurin is mm-hmm. fit because obviously he was a bit nobbled yep. the last couple of weeks. Yep. Uh, yeah, both King and Stu have gone for the Jets in this result. Obviously, they, you know, remembering what happened for you lately mm-hmm. they've won the game. So uh, Then you've got the New Orleans Saints away to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It's obviously not a gimme anymore, right? No. The Saints can't win against the Falcons. Yeah. I mean, you want to be playing the Saints D in fantasy because got, that's got interceptions galore written all over it right there. In week five, these two faced off and the Saints won 31-24, to but mm-hmm. that was in New Orleans, although that yeah. doesn't really mean anything anymore. So, yeah. What are we doing, guys? What are we doing? Sorry. Give, I'm me, gonna, give me a winner. I'm going to go Saints. Yeah. I think, yeah. That's a brave pick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> yep. Watch out for those splinters. Right, come on. How about you then? I'm going to have splinters in my arse as well. Yeah? You're going yeah, for the Saints? Absolutely. Well, both uh, both King and Stu have gone for the Saints as well. <sighs> Poor Bucks. I mean, this could be a shootout, isn't it? Home. Yeah, it could be, yeah. We'll see. Uh, the Denver Broncos. Vikings. At the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> Dave, let's what? come to you first, shall we? What's happening Does to your Denver Broncos? Does anyone honestly care what I think? Well, I don't know what you think. <laughs> no. I'm... Are you going to be honest? I'd love to see us win. <laughs> Where is it? Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, fucking hell. Um, <laughs> You're off I'd, a bye? Yeah. You've had a week to practice. That's more reps for um, Brandon, Brandon Allen. <laughs> I, want, I want to say the Broncos will win. I know you do. You always do. But um, I am going to go for a tie. <laughs> 23 all I already didn't ask you oh. what you're going to have for dinner I yeah. am going for a tie 23 all <laughs> okay how's right. that for sitting oh, there's the splinters that, that is as close <laughs> as you're going to get to uh, to Dave admitting the Broncos are going to lose again yeah so, I, I feel we've had some sort of there's every there. chance we're going to get absolutely mauled in this game yes correct you never know you never know uh, Broncos so, win I'm changing my mind Broncos win <laughs> oh my god is that what it took 7-0 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, who's winning this game? Oh, Vikings. Vikings yeah, right. yeah. yeah, both uh, yeah, the King right. and Stu have gone for the I Vikings. This, you're probably right. <laughs> Next up, the Buffalo Bills divisional matchup against the Miami Dolphins down in Miami. Who's winning this warm weather game? Sorry, it's your turn first. Mm. B. 
Bill's Dolphins. I'm going to keep the streak going. <laughs> right? Ooh. Dolphins win. Dolphins, yep. Out of interest. Not, I just don't think the Bills are a 6-3 and three team. No. And I think, yeah, I think the Dolphins will win. There you go. Out of okay. interest, how... how what what score wise are you thinking? Are you thinking there's going to be oh something turgid like I was going to say twelve ten or how, something. How much? How many are we going to be seeing the Dolphins scoring against that Bills defense, which is a good defense? I'd say yeah. it's under forty <laughs> <laughs> yards. Uh, no, I mean the, the overall the score of the game. Uh, All right, okay. combine. I'm going on, um, just under forty. I think that's like, there's some scores. I agree combi- with you. Combine points. There's going to be some rushing touchdowns for the Bills. I think there's going to be some passing touchdowns. I'm going under. Patrick. I'm going to go under thirty. I was going to say under thirty. I think under combined, 20's, yeah. 20, 20 to thirty. I'd go I think under thirty. Mm. I think you're overestimating. I think if happened. I think if you're getting or underestimating, I think if you're heading towards over thirty, I would have to say the Bills on that basis. But I'm not, not built for a shootout. Well, no, but I don't see how the <laughs> Dolphins are scoring enough <laughs> yeah, points. Decent defensive it, plays. Who knows? What I want to see is Devin Singletary be given the ball. Yes. On every first and second down. Yes. He's on my fantasy team. Yes. <laughs> I want to. Uh, that's. Oh, actually, no, I don't. Yeah. Want to see. And, no, and, and for him to fumble it every. No, do you know what? No, I want to see that. Down. And I want Jim to put him on his bench. I want him to score 140 points. That's what I want. Um, no, I, I really wanted to see him being, being given more reps because he's just not being given the amount of time in possession that we would like to see. Um, so, I, with that in mind, uh, that's what I'd like to see. I think that Allen's the better quarterback out of the two. I think. The Bills have a better defense out of the two. Uh, I don't care the fact that it's away. Couldn't give a toss. Cold to hot is a lot easier than hot to cold, so I'm going to go the Bills. Okay. We've got another difference here in the picks. So the King has gone for the Bills, because he's a secret Bills fan. Mm-hmm. And Stu's gone for the Dolphins. Or they say it's going to be close. I'm going to watch the Bills next year, so I might be a secret Bills fan as well. <laughs> next up is the Jacksonville Jaguars, off the bye, at the Indianapolis Colts. So another divisional game. Dave. Colts are shite. <laughs> that is, is back. Okay. Brissett's so back. Brissett's back. So, so is Yeah. Oh, okay, I'll go Colts then. If, if Foles is back. Sorry. Fishing again. Yeah. <laughs> He's fishing again. Um, uh, what are you going to do with him? I'm here for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go I'm gonna go the Jags because I think the Colts have been on a slide. The Jags get Foles back. He might get. But in. it is in Indianapolis. I don't care. Okay. Um, he, he, you know, even if he gets injured, Minshew comes in. I think when when Bris, <laughs> when Brissett inevitably gets injured, and Hoyer, Hoyer comes in, that's where the game's won and lost. <laughs> right. Okay. So um, we've got another difference. Do you agree here. with me? No, I'm saying Colts. the Jags win. Oh, okay. The King's that's gone right. for the Colts. Stu's gone for the Jags. Next up. The Dallas Cowboys at the Detroit Lions. Sorry. I'm assuming Driscoll's starting at quarterback, right? You'd assume wisely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... No one can hear that. You're kind of retching, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Slightly you, unfair on Jeff Driscoll. I mean, you're coming at the last I'm not. Second. I want no, to. I mean, I, can anyone pick the Lions? Well, yeah, exactly. So I'm not. I'm not picking the Lions. That's my answer. Yeah, yeah I I'm agree not with saying them. I'm not picking one. the Lions. No one picked the Lions. Yeah. 
King and Stu. You can't. You can't. I want. Cowboys. I want to pick. The, I really hope the Lions win this game. So do I. Oh, that'd be <laughs> amazing. Imagine losing to a Jeff Driscoll-led Lions. Oh, dirty. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jason Garrett would really be in trouble, wouldn't he? No. No, he'd probably get an extension. Yeah. <laughs> no, they'd only give him a four-year extension rather than a six. Yeah. Exactly. That's what would happen. Yeah. That is the real punishment, I think. It's mm. a bit like hell for him. He wants to leave. <laughs> the, the Atlanta Falcons, who finally remember that they can win a game, are going to the Carolina Panthers. Dave, who's uh, been Panthers. In this game? Panthers are. Yeah, mm-hmm. back to normal, is it? They have the best running back in the league, so yes. Well, he and, said, "Yep, I bloody hell, you're agreeing with me." Yeah, that's this is weird. Some, something. To be fair, it is from. a bit of a slam dunk, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. um, number of yards so far, Dalvin Cook has got the most yards, um, but McCaffrey is the best running back for me. It is weird, isn't it? No one's really saying Dalvin Cook for MVP. But uh, no, mm. because a lot of his yards are 75-yard sprints, whereas McCaffrey's are consistently 15, 15, 9, 15. He didn't really have any massive big plays in the first half and still walked out the first half with 75 yards. And he hasn't got as much help with the Royal receivers yeah. yes, taking away coverage. 100%. So. 100%. So um, I... I think the Panthers will have just a little bit too much. And you're also going for the Panthers, aren't you? I am indeed, yeah. Everyone's gone for the Panthers? Yeah. This should be a great game. It's the Houston Texans off their bye. They're at the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Who's winning this game? Two of the best quarterbacks in the mm, league. Yeah. Houston have had a week to prepare. Yeah. Ravens are at home. Yeah. Uh, it's tough. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm yeah, gonna go the for the go Ravens. Yeah. Yeah, the Ravens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is that? They're just on a roll. Well, aren't Houston doing the right as well? Yeah, but they're the bye week. <laughs> that's interrupted their so, role. How do you know? I just chance for them to reset. And just you know, yeah, all know, those players well rested. I know. I, mean, I know this. I know these things. I mean, what more do you want me to say about well, the, last two the specifics a, of why... They're on a two-game win streak. Give me something, anything, other than they're on a bye week so they're yeah. going to have lost momentum. <laughs> the Ravens are on more of a roll. Okay. All right, Dave, come on. Ravens, because they're a better team, they've got a better, <laughs> better quarterback, they're at home, oh, they have all the oh, momentum on. roll, and the Texans are on a bye. Yeah! I'm just stealing what you said now. <laughs> no, I, I, I think the Ravens are the hottest team in football right now. And stopping Lamar Jackson is so difficult. Um, and with JJ Watt missing, um, I think that's going to be extremely difficult. Um, and we are also seeing, um, I mean, we're seeing Earl Thomas rushing, um, rushing the quarterback for um, the Ravens. So, yeah. And that Texans line is garbage. So there's every chance that. <laughs> We're going to see uh, Watson being scrambled and being sacked about nine times. So I just don't see any way in which the, the Texans are going to come out there. If it's a shootout, I think the Ravens win. If it's a defensive game, I think the Ravens win. Oh, well, definitely the odds are stacked against the, the Texans to an extent. But uh, both the guys are gone for the Ravens. So I'm not going to argue too much because I'm going to be here forever. Uh, but it's going to be a great game. should be a great game. should be a great mm-hmm. game. The Arizona Cardinals are at the San Francisco 49ers. These guys played just Blood a couple bath. of weeks ago. Remember, the 49ers only won 28-25 to 25 just two weeks ago against this team. Yeah, it was close, wasn't it? And it was a good game as well. So, yeah. back in uh, Santa Clara, what are we doing? Sorry? Yeah, the 49ers 
get they're gonna bounce back, aren't they? Yeah. Yep. Dave, forty nine ers. Forty nine. Well, too strong. Both the guys gone for the forty nine. ers obviously yeah. you know they've got the pedigree, but uh, I, don't, I don't think it'll be. It could conceivably be close again. And Kittle's out again. So. Yeah. But yeah, I just think the forty nine ers will have too much for their cards. Those dastardly New England Patriots, they're back, and they're at the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> so, Dave, who's winning this game? Uh, Eagles. Oh yeah. Yep. Why is that? Um, because I don't like the Patriots. <laughs> and that's the only... That's not how things work. That's the only thing I can come up with, so just give me that and let's move on. So, who's winning this game? Can I, like, abstain from nope. choosing? No. Nope. I'll just go for the Eagles then, because I can't bring myself yeah, to... Yeah. <laughs> Damn, but I, we're, I don't feel... We're not going to... With no, your head, I don't you're not going to win. Well, but... No. It's going to be a Nelson Aguilar... 100 yard punt return is yeah. going to do it for you fair play not sure he's <laughs> done a punt return in you must think you've got a chance though right um, this is a pretty anemic Patriots offence yeah yeah no I don't <laughs> I don't <laughs> wow I don't wow. Um, so I never thought I'd hear that from you Tom yeah. Brady has uh, fewer throwing yards than Josh Allen does <laughs> that says a lot I do Mike, um, just the deep threat. We're just missing that. That still. Every season, you you have this. You have seem to have this one part of your team that is missing any depth. Last yep. year, it was the secondary, mm-hmm. big time. Yep. I mean, you're okay at safety, but at cornerback, you were having massive yeah, yeah, issues. Yeah. This time, again, okay at tight end, missing. Yep. any real depth at wide receiver yeah. and what does surprise me is that Dallas Goddard hasn't had more of an impact on yeah. the game because last year he was having real success as a second tight end I just think that the the problem we, we've we got a wide receiver is that we're too easy to read and the Patriots defence is just set up to whose just... fault is that in terms of being easy to read is that scheming or is that quarterback or is the fact you've only got a couple of targets the targets yeah you reckon yeah it's just that there's no real speed at wide receiver that's why we bought Jackson back, mm. and then with him being down for the rest Jackson's of the season, getting on a bit anyway. Oh no, but he's still, he's still got that speed though. He's lost half a step. Okay, but you're talking about a guy who can do do 100 meters in four seconds. <laughs> losing half <laughs> a step could. Yeah, but losing half a step tense. means he can do it in four and a half seconds. <laughs> he never could do it in four. We you just don't. We just don't have a, a wide receiver like him though that can get that separation. And well, that's Jeffrey's, the big Jeffrey's dropping stuff he never used to. Well, as yeah, well. exactly. There's that. Um, he, he's, he's had that since, third downs since the playoff game last season. Yeah, it's no surprise that the Kings gone for the Patriots, but Stu has gone for the Eagles. He can oh. bring himself to pick the Patriots. Yeah, so. Good man. Uh, hoping for a pass loss. So that's three picks, three picks to one, which means the Eagles are going to win, obviously. Mm. For only a life that simple. Yes. It's definitely a game that the Patriots can lose. Yeah, I I agree. And I think we've got uh, a good enough defence to stop their offence. At least one of those New England fans in the crowd, because that's a pretty strong Philly crowd. Oh, can you imagine being a Patriots fan going there? <laughs> I can't imagine being a Patriots fan ever. The <laughs> three games left start with the Cincinnati Bengals... At the Oakland Raiders. Raiders. Bengals. Yeah? Yeah. yeah is is that why real? Not? Or are you just being funny now? Uh, a bit of both. You think the Bengals are going to get their first win against the Raiders? <laughs> of course they're not. <laughs> All right, now we've got you in. All right. Um, yeah, both guys have gone for the Raiders. There's no point spending too long on this game, although saying that is probably the trap game that gives the Bengals the win. I mean, is AJ Green playing yet? No. Nope. He's not going to play this. He's not going to play another game for the Bengals. That's mm. it. He's done. He's had enough. He's, he's already thinking of... 
California, I'm guessing, is somewhere. Mm. Hoping the Rams pick him up or something. Um, I'm, I'm trying to make a... A case for the Bengals. Yeah. There I'm is trying, one, I'm trying Dave. to think of something. I mean, they've still got Geno Atkins. Um, Carlos Dunlap. Yeah, they've still got Dunlap. They've still got Tyler Eifert. I like Tyler Eifert. I think he's really yeah. good. Yeah, he's just taking too many injuries. It's like, yeah, you know, he's he just feel, feel scared every time he catches the ball, he's going to break something. Yeah, he's still got Billy Price. <laughs> Uh, everything was right in the kingdom. Yeah. The Sunday night game, I'm guessing this was a hopeful game at the start of the season, is the Chicago Bears at the LA Rams. Sorry. How much do I not want to watch that game? Mm. <laughs> you can get a bit early, can't you? Rams. Yeah, bounce back after yeah. capitulation against yeah. the Seals. Yeah. They're going to get done against Trubisky? Yep. Dave? I don't really care enough to form an opinion, so I'm going to agree with Sai. <laughs> I'm not but, interested in this. I'm genuinely yeah, not this, interested this in this game. This sounds horrible, but I'm both guys have gone interested. for the Rams. So, yeah, yeah. Is what it is. The Monday night game, though, this should be a little bit better. It's the, well, you won't like it, Dave, but it's the Kansas City Chiefs at the LA Chargers, which uh, is basically uh, the way game. He's so, picking first. Me? Yeah, I'll have you first because Dave's getting over that. Chiefs, I can't see them losing to the Chargers after the, what happened last weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Chiefs as well? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's the Chiefs against the Chargers. I couldn't care less. I'm not bothered. Char Chiefs. Char Chiefs. Char Chiefs. Chiefs. There we go. Chiefs. Char Chiefs. Mahomes, everyone's fit, aren't they? I mean, is there any big... Well, there's is a lot anyone... of O-line problem on the, uh, on the Chiefs side. Yeah. I just... yeah. yeah, Chiefs. Both guys have gone for the Chiefs. Yeah, Let's Chiefs. pick out your misery. We've, I think we've got more Chiefs listeners, haven't we? We have got more Chiefs. Yeah, listeners, all right, let's, go, let's go Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> Pandering to audience, Dave. Yeah, that's what I like to see. straight, I am. That's all... <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the Giants, the Titans, Packers and Seahawks are all on the bye this week. So those are the four ruining my Ruining my fantasy team. Yeah. Destroying it. All the Giants players you've got in there, is it? Or Titans. I've got Barkley. Congratulations on Saquon Barkley. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much, guys, for listening. Uh, make sure you're subscribing and uh, leaving comments on the podcast. Uh, you can go to jimtheking.com to check out all of our footage there. Apologies that there was no YouTube video last week. Uh, just because it's a Thursday recording, it kind of messes up uh, body clock and everything. So getting that stuff out and even putting the, uh, the pics up on the picture wasn't uh, didn't happen. That will be rectified this week. Um, yeah, so check that out. And also, if we do get onto YouTube for this week, you can check out the picks video on there as well. So just Jim and the King on YouTube, and you better find it there for the picks for week 11. Uh, so until next week, I've been Jim. That's been Philly Side. That's been Denver David. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah.